0: Hello and welcome to the Saladcast. On Friday, the twenty seventh of December, twenty nineteen. I'm your host, Dan Train, joining me today, Zachary Burgess. Who
1: knows how this is gonna go? Mam Rubble Gemp. I mean, yeah, it's the same thing every year. No, this year's way worse. <laughs> but but yeah. It's just your this is this is Zach's impression of the year. <laughs> well, in general, yeah. In okay. general, way worse. So this is the
0: traditional Crimbo Limbo period podcast. Time for our game of the year
2: celebration. Yeah. Uh, actually or, within the year that it's about this time yeah not in january like it not often in is january this time
1: <laughs> we are punctual
0: and so as ever we have our categories to go through so maestro
1: please i was just wondering like could you be a band called punctual i'm sure moment? that already exists but, definitely but, <laughs> but because if you were punctual it doesn't make you very rock and roll it's like well, you'd could, be you punk. You couldn't. Though, would you you, couldn't do, uh, <laughs> you wouldn't make you very punk. I think punk that was the tool. reference you were trying to make.
0: Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe rock and roll players are are late because uh, they're cool. But if you're punk, you want to rebel against rock and roll, don't you?
2: You'd be early. You
1: want to be, punk <laughs> punk be Yeah, the event's yeah, already uh, happened by the time.
2: Yeah, super gets early.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so punk. Okie dokie, we played a reasonable chunk of 2019 Not games. true. <laughs> not
0: true. Well,
1: given our previous records, we've played probably about the same as previous. Yeah, but maybe not as many of the supposedly important ones. Well, supposedly important ones. Because <laughs> that phase comes into your worst year thing, right? Like, how many of them were actually important <laughs> to this year?
0: Is there anything that you're looking forward to from
2: this year to play? <laughs> That we didn't get to. That mean? we didn't get to, yeah. I mean, that's a category, isn't it? We're uh, we coming up to that? <laughs> it's sort of missed is the category.
1: Yeah, well, I've got a missed... It's not, <laughs> not a category, it's just a missed list that I sort of look at. Well, Control is probably the biggie. Control seems like the bigger. yeah. Um, and I'm curious to try out The Tourist, which is Shinnan's new game. Because mm. um, Digital Foundry seemed to really quite like it. And I was a big fan of Fast RMX, and it's their next project, so even though it's nothing, it's nothing like that yeah. but I'd quite like to see what they're up to Right, so what did we play this year then, Ro? The list of games we have actually played this year that were released this year Apex Legends Automation Empire Bloodstained Ritual of the Night It's
2: take too long if you do the dumb voice the whole time <laughs>
1: It's not that long Cadence of Hyrule Creature in the Well Death Stranding Demons Tilt. Well, okay, Death Stranding. We only played like two hours. Uh, (laughs) Demons Tilt. Devil May Cry 5. Dirt Rally 2.0. Gears 5. Luigi's Mansion 3. Nippon Marathon. Oxygen Not Included. Space Engineers. Tetris 99. The Outer Worlds. The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Untitled Goose Game.
2: Void Bastards. And war groove. And Autonauts and Rise to Ruins and Mindustry and Forager. Ah, uh, right. <laughs> all those factory games I forgot. Well, some of those are factory games. Are they all out? Yep. I checked. I actually had, okay. I went to all their store pages and was like, is this still early access? No. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> right, there we are. There what are they was, what these was are the, the contenders.
1: M- industry, Yeah. I don't remember that one. That was one of the factory ones. One of the factory Well, obviously it's got industry in it. Yeah, that's how you know. <laughs> we do need just a best factory game category for you sometimes. Don't we? It's the most
2: covered genre. That's true. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's most covered with the fewest games. It's like one <laughs> game over and over. I mean, I guess there was quite a few this year.
1: All right. So, as is tradition, do we want to have a quick recap of uh, our discovery list as well? Be like, what is the best game we discovered this year that didn't actually come out this year? Which we never remember. Well, I've got a little list here. Uh, got,
0: guess best game of last we used year to,
1: played this year, or discovered? We, yeah, we well, we well yeah, discovered is a bit of a weird word, but um, yeah, we used to do best game of last year that we played this year, but yeah. I think last year we expanded that to be of any year. Okay, well. Um, I've got things, things we never played before that we caught up with. Yeah. Um. Uh. So from 2018, I played Celeste, Detroit, and Two Point Hospital. Mm-hmm. And from older than that, uh, I played everything—not everything, but everything. Horizon Chase Turbo, Licked Spear, Psych Forces, The Next Penelope, Trackmania Turbo, and Yakuza Kiwami. That was my. Old games list. Right. Uh, from last year I played Spider Man. Spider Man. And yeah. it was good. It was good.
2: Seg? But I played Spider Man last year, so we didn't technically discover it this year, is a... Yeah, I don't hmm. think I I discovered it this year. So... Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've started anything new that I hadn't played since this year or whatever. It's like I don't I, I was thinking when I looked back at what games I played this year, I was like Jesus, I really didn't play practically anything on my Steam list, even though I kept saying I should. Like, I i think last Christmas I got Dead Cells and I still haven't played it. No, <laughs> oh, really? <Huh. laughs> and it's just sitting there and I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I did buy that, didn't I? And did, I kept or, or saying. Or but... did I get you that? I can't remember. No, I think I got that myself. Okay, yeah. But I, I think the reason I didn't play that was because they were still patching it, like post-launch uh, and it was a yeah. weird
1: situation. There was a, whole, there was a huge amount of post-launch stuff. Yeah. Pretty soon after launch, on Peace. well, on all the platforms actually. Yeah. So I, I think don't...
2: I think that one was a reason why I didn't play that. Okay. It. it wasn't just right. like I just forgot. <laughs> well, there was there was a reason at first, and then you forgot. Well, yeah, I guess. yeah. But with but patches, the wait, you... the waiting baguettes forgetfulness. Well, with patches, you never know when they're done. That's the trouble, particularly post-launch patches, because mm. <laughs> launch is when you're meant to be done. <laughs> when is when is it good? I'm looking at you, Formula Fusion slash Pacer. push. <laughs> Well, at least they changed the name to make it seem like yeah, they it doing a, like a stopping point.
1: The problem is, is it's not officially launched yet. It's called Pacer on Steam, but it's out because of its previous name, hmm. which is really confusing. Pacer, yeah,
0: everyone's favorite crappy rail bus. <laughs> rail bus. Do you know, I know what a rail bus is? No. Been
2: up north. It's like a tram, but not as good. It's like uh, one of those, right? No, okay. it's a
0: full-on train, but it's like they they couldn't afford proper trains, so they just put bus bodies onto trains A tram. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, and they are terrible. And there was supposed to be a stopgap that was supposed to last maximum ten years in the eighties, and they're still running. Like the one's in the middle of Manchester. You mean.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Manchester rail bus.
2: Yeah, I, mean, I don't know if they're necessarily that terrible.
0: They're yes, they are. They they have to be removed now because they're not accessible. Well, like,
2: sure, <laughs> no, that's because they were built in the eighties. But like once they you once horrible. you've built the infrastructure to have like an entire separate road that you can run effectively a tram along, then you that's you know that's they're not pretty... trams; they run on the normal railway. Yeah, but the, they... they they still drive on the ground like it's. A, it's oh a... right, so what no, they mean no.
1: they're actually running on train. Gauge wet rails. It's not. They're not like sunken into the floor or anything. Like no, that, I'm or...
0: talking about an actual. Tra- it's an actual train. Like it's not. It doesn't go on tram tracks. not goes... the ones
1: in like central Manchester.
3: So no, like, no,
0: can... no, no, no. Those are trams. No, I mean. Right. No. Oh, okay. No. But they're I'm... actual. Yeah. Sorry, I just said yes because they are. I used them and they were in Manchester, but they're not. <laughs> okay, they've got. They're both. Not the trams. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like just really shitty old trains. They don't huh. even have like separate bogies that turn. They're just. They're just two. <laughs> sets of wheels just slammed onto the rails.
2: Huh, weird. <laughs> yeah, they're really grim. Yeah. Grimop grim up north. It's grim up north. Grim up north. So that was the one that, like, one of them tipped over, right? That was the... Yeah. A... a pacer. I don't know if it was a pacer. But it was, like, the, one of those bus-type train cram yeah, yeah. things where it's, like, it's it's sort of... The wheels are in like in in like a in between curbs, which makes it so if they go slightly off the rails at all, they just tip over. <laughs>
1: Do they have them in Liverpool type area? You'd think like if they were in like because probably, don't don't the Formage Fusion guys are like ex Studio Liverpool. Right? Ah. I'm sure that's not
2: the reference they were making. <laughs> you yeah, we never know. I'm <laughs> pretty after. sure they were thinking of like pace cars and such. Oh, from yeah, Formula yeah, of, <laughs> of course they <laughs> are. But uh, well,
0: still funny to me. <laughs> We got fancy new tra- trains here in East Angula. Angular. I haven't seen any yeah, yet angular. go past. I, I was one on one uh, today. You yeah. haven't seen the go past. I went past your house today. Well, I mean, I haven't in had one. my curtains open for like seven <laughs> months. <laughs> okay. so, you know, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> They're kind of weird because they have um a diesel-like engines, it, it, like almost like rather than being underneath so that they can be converted to just fully electric. Mm. They have the diesel engine like, um, in what's co- what's called a power pack. It's like a lo- small locomotive section, but you can walk through the middle of it. So oh, it's like a little bit in the middle of the train with all the engines, but you can walk oh, through it. Weird. Yeah, it's really weird. And then they could potentially remove that, I guess, mm. that's the idea. It's kind of weird.
2: It's like power from the middle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, a lot, of, a lot of trains already do that, where they just jam the engine in the middle, but not as like a specific... Part it's just like another engine just gets wedged in the middle when they need to change what how it's powered or whatever. You see that quite a lot with plus Like this, this used to be one of those little two carriage diesel ones, but now yeah. it's got an overhead connection because they've just wedged a regular electric engine in the middle.
3: Yeah, oh, weird. Yeah,
2: but you wouldn't be able to walk the entire length then, which seems no. odd.
1: For a, they wouldn't do that on passenger yeah. trains. Right? Yeah, but when but. it's only two carriages, do you really really need to walk between the two? Yeah, but yeah, because they they're, they're understaffed do. with guards. Yeah. They don't need Because they need two guards for one of those as opposed to just one. Not sure there's necessarily any guards at all. <laughs> Most trains have
2: at least one guard. Yeah, they do. They kind of have so to, the, I think. The unions get pissed off if you don't have yeah. Probably just moves to the other carriage when they stop at each station. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you mean. <laughs> but then who's taking the tickets? Checking the tickets?
1: When did they do that, though? Like almost every journey. Almost. Pacer. Pacer.
0: Uh, okay. Uh, so best game, best, best not di- this year. Discovery game. Well, I... is Celeste better than Spider Man?
3: <laughs>
1: I mean, if <laughs> we're gonna have Spider Man as an entry, then I can't beat it. Honestly. Uh, oh, we well, don't have to. List. I can remove it if you want. It, if you want <laughs> to just do your games. Because well, because, it's only because it's been covered on the cast last year.
0: Well, we cover yeah, yeah,
1: cover things. Uh, that would that would be my only uh, dissuading argument. Otherwise, it's Spider Man all day long. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm just guessing Celeste because it's pretty good. Yeah. Celeste would definitely be. Oh, but oh, at the end, I just noticed as a Kiwami at the other end of the list. Oh yeah, yeah. I did love that. Yeah, fair. I did. I did like that quite a lot. Yeah. You know, I I would go Yakuza Thinking about it. There we go. For Kitty you, Chad. Point for Kitty you, Chad. Does have any, any input outside looking in?
3: No.
2: I mean, I'm sure I'd like Celeste more, but it <laughs> doesn't necessarily mean anything about the quality of those games.
1: All right. So the best game of 2018 that we've played this year is Celeste. The best golden game is Jack's and How about that? <laughs> uh, except
0: Spider-Man is the best game. But <laughs> oh, so, yeah, anyway, just carry play on. on. <laughs> Next.
1: We nearly gave it Game of the Year last year, I'm sure. Oh yeah! C- except God of War happened.
0: God of War and Smash Brothers and Red Dead Two happened. Yeah.
1: I mean. <laughs> A lot of things. Yeah, happened. this
0: year is different from last year. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> this year is different. It's different vibe. Um, so we've got, hey, like, most forgotten category. Like, hey, this game came out this year. Which could be a lot of things. It could be a lot of things, (laughs) because it's an incredibly forgetful year. But I think the top two, like, the most high-profile games that no one remembers is both Anthem, because
2: that kind of disappeared, and Days Gone, because that actually came out this year. I'm not sure how Days Gone was ever that high-profile. I mean, they did make a big deal out of it at the Sony not press conference thing but yeah like, I, I could... i'm not sure it was ever that like big a deal i mean yeah oddly you might you might be
1: right like it wasn't it's not like you had like a whole hour sit down chat about it
2: no no developers <laughs> came on stage at any point i don't think <laughs> at e3 to talk about our concept art <laughs> ugh got what
1: dreadful thing and was uh yeah Agreed, but it, it was it, but was, it's not forgotten simply because it was dreadful. Like, is that it made, what this category made, means, though? Yeah, well, because it, it got a lot of coverage. That's what I mean. Like, I don't know. I don't know if the world has forgotten about it. So everyone remembers that it was poop.
2: <laughs> well, then you're getting then this category becomes this weird, like the ultra middle ground category. Yeah, it kind <laughs> of always has been. But that was what, that was what the mech category was for, wasn't it?
1: Or <laughs> well, maybe that's what we contorted it into. Maybe.
0: So most met is anthem.
2: I mean, there's all kinds of other <laughs> shit we could put on here. Division two and Rage two and Division two. I think. Oh, was that actually this year? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Oh God! Well, there they go. This is this is how this works, <laughs> right? <Yep>. Suddenly <laughs> like, sort of, remembering things that happened. You probably remember that like Division one still had a lot of patches. That's probably why you why you might have. Oh man, it wasn't this year.
3: Maybe. What
1: was the other one you said? Rage two. Oh no! I remember, definitely remember that, but... <laughs> because it had that Danny Brown trailer. So you try- you guys are trying
0: to remember the most forgotten thing. I exactly, mean, this, that's,
1: is, that's this the is, this is kind of <laughs> Exactly, that's, that's sort of the comedy of it. <laughs> Crackdown three, <laughs> Metro Exodus. Yeah,
3: if that counts,
1: top tier games that were sort of. Sort of disappeared. Even board lads through to sub degree. Yes, well, and except just, for the fact that it's on the front of the Epic Store. Yeah, just, just put anything on the Epic Store
2: on this list. <laughs> <laughs>
1: anything on the Epic Store? What the golf? Like, what even is that? Nah, yeah. I'm quite annoyed about that actually. Because What the Golf actually came out this year, and it's like, well, I can only really play it on Epic Store. Boo. On PC. I'm sure that will come to the consoles. Isn't it already on Switch? It it might be on Switch (laughs) already. Switch. Alright. It's a confusing brand action. (laughs) All of those are forgotten games. (laughs) How about that? A confusing brand action category, which I believe you sort of define, Zach, as an action that would confuse the consumer,
2: or befuddle, or I'm sure I wouldn't have said befuddle <laughs> I think that was a word that a, came up there. a
1: synonym of befuddle
2: <laughs> Fuddle's a real word I didn't know it's a real word I didn't come up with it's it still a, it's still not a word that I would have said probably I don't know it's just it, we were trying to distinguish it from like just things being fucked up rather than it's like hmm. a, it's a thing that's not like bad necessarily it's just weirdly confusing a yeah. weird decision it's just like, why did you do that? Like naming your games Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 5? <laughs> I mean, it mo- yeah,
1: it mostly started as, as <laughs> names, right? I don't think we actually even did this last year. I didn't we make a note. Done. I was trying to look back to see when um, that um, Dragon Age game was announced. The Tales of Elusis Age special whatever edition, freaking S Yeah thing. That's not Dragon Age, wasn't it? No, no, not Dragon Age. That's Dragon Quest. Yes, (laughs) because that was bad. That must have happened last year. Uh, Yeah. So what I've got for that is town is no longer called town.
2: It was less confusing and more just annoying to us. Yeah, I'm, (laughs) I'm
1: disappointed in that one. That town was not; it didn't stay as just being called town, which is actually a cool name, and was called Little Town Hero instead, it was considerably more twee and dull as far as names goes. Um, and I don't know if this really counts either, but you know, the We Fit Trainer not being in Ring Fit, it's like you've dropped your fit mascot. Well, yeah, that was
2: just a confusing de- decision because it was like, why would you not do that? It's like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. What, like, you know, some developer inside Nintendo actually made that game, or whatever. If it, like, if it wasn't the original Wii Fit team, maybe they didn't want to reuse the Wii Fit, like, concepts or whatever. <laughs> but still, you had this brand, it's in Smash Bros., even though that was just there for a dumb joke, but you might as well have <laughs> just kept that, right? It's been a dumb joke, it's been there three games now. Yeah, but that's only because of how Smash Bros. work. It's not because it was like they kept wanting to do it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, they did it the year they didn't have to do it. Like every, you know, it was introduced in Brawl, right? So it's, yeah, but I think that was, and then the, then the U version they just kept it rather than
2: that like, may have could, just been like a convenience it. in that case, where it was like oh, it's like quite an easy character to do. But then everyone was there, so they had to bring it back. Yes. Um. Yeah.
1: So I don't know why would why would you not have your
2: uh, your ready-made fitness character? And even like the one that they did make for the ring fit is still like. Almost pale white state. It's like almost the same style, but not quite. <laughs> I
1: mean, isn't the dude like you? Don't really have an avatar, like we well, don't really have a trainer in that. You just have you.
2: Well, yeah, that's what I mean. So it'll the be the guy it'll be, it'll that be, you see
1: all the time. Yeah, we're it'll be customizable. So like... I don't think
2: it is. I think it's just male or female. <laughs> be able to change skin I'm or something not like sure that. you do. Yeah, all right.
1: <laughs> it's probably better than having a me in there though.
2: Well, yeah. Unless, unless it's got a me face and a realistic you need, body. You need it to be human for, for awesome, <laughs> Kind of.
1: That's always the problem with the Xbox avatars, right? That's why they changed them. To kind make, of. to make them slightly more human. <laughs> slightly.
2: And the we and the me characters in Smash Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> uh that Master Chief mess on Steam. It was weird when they when they put that on there and it's like the like the icons don't really exactly tell you what it even and like the store pages also don't really tell you what exactly each individual part of it is and how it all links together it is pretty confusing
1: yeah because you go into it and you can you can go to the master chief collection page Mm. and buy what i think is the same master chief or pre-order i suppose what is the same master chief collection that you can get on xbox despite the fact that the same master chief collection that you can get on xbox isn't yet out on PC in its entirety, no. really. The only bit you can actually have is Reach. Yeah. Which I think, actually, they might be roping into the into. PC version of the main collection, but not the Xbox version of the main collection. Because it's the MasterTube collection, and he's not in And he's Reach. not in that one, yeah. <laughs> yeah technically.
2: Well, well as scenery, basically. Yeah. <laughs> as scenery. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah,
1: but then something. there's also a separate Steam page for the Reach part, and it's like... Which you could buy on its own. And it's like, how does all this work? I mean, it's nice that they put it on Steam, but... <laughs> <laughs> is it all just, like, weirdly linking to the Windows Store? No, do I don't all. think it is. And so it is actually running in Steam?
2: Uh, maybe. I'm not entirely sure about that.
1: But then we like we could also talk about the fact that the Reach is actually kind of a bad port as well. That's not what it's currently <laughs> <No>. for, but... <laughs> but... it's like,
2: that doesn't help either. <laughs> I don't know if it's necessarily that bad. It's got problems. Well, it's got a few problems, but like the whole Mastery's collection had problems. It's got frame-facing, frame audio
1: issues. Are you playing it? So? And no, more audio it's not, issues. Yeah. It's got a lot of audio issues. I
2: mean, I'm mean, i sure we're going to make a video of it eventually. We're probably could once they fix it. Well, if, if, or maybe when they, before they fix it. Who, yeah, who cares? We'll I'm just, record I'm, a video I'm, of it being broken. just not
1: happy with those guns. <laughs> they're, they're That's a the gameplay. They're poop and also the sound queuing problem is really bad um overwatch 2 because i think that's weird
2: okay right, yeah, uh, i guess I, that's I remember, legitimately weird but yeah.
1: that's i um, that that's
2: news of this year not a game of this year it's not
1: out yet no but well that's what this is fine, right because it's like yeah, announced branding and it's um yeah i mean it sort of makes sense but it's still weird it is odd like yeah they want they they clearly need to release something for money mm. But and they needed, uh, yeah. And and because it's 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 strange because of how much backwards compatibility they're putting into it. It's like they probably would have been okay with like putting out. A, it's been enough time that they probably could have been all right with just putting out a brand new retail product, right? Um,
2: because well, it's they got more initial content than Overwatch originally did. Maybe. Well, yeah,
1: because this is going to have all of the original
2: Overwatch. Yeah, content. but because of the and, backwards compatibility. Though, yeah. If they put out a fresh new Overwatch two that didn't have the backwards compatibility, but only had as much content as Overwatch one had when it first launched. People probably wouldn't have been that happy. Yeah, maybe there's an, there's an argument
1: to be had there. But then they, they could eke it. It's one of those things. It gives them a bit of marketing power because they can like eke it out slowly and be like, "Hey, we brought back Liuyang Tao, whatever it's called." Like Dirt Rally did.
2: Yeah, and <laughs> they, they, they like... just sold that as a season pass, and so that's what that's what Overwatch two should have been. It should have just been an expansion.
1: Except that it kind of isn't. It is more than that, isn't it? It's the whole single player. You got the whole single yeah, player. A co-op single thing. player
2: expansion. That's not. <laughs> but it is. A, is and it's a graphical overhaul. Well, sure, but they could have just like. I'm glad they should have just put that in the base game. The graphical overhaul bit should have just been an update to the whole engine of the game, and then the extra content you should have paid for.
1: Assuming it would
2: have worked okay on the
1: older. PCs and stuff like that, provided that system requirements don't go up. I mean, who cares? Because well, because it it stops people from playing when that happens. Sure, a game that used to work fine. Yeah, That they now can't play because well, I mean, just ret- do something
2: really weird and just leave classic mode in there like a Master Chief collection. Uh, well, that's what I mean. Like, if you, you can update your graphics
1: mode, but then have like as long as it's scalable to the same requirements, that's absolutely fine. I have no problem with that. But there's no guarantee that that's what they're doing. It's
3: it, yeah,
1: either way. A bit of a weird thing. And that Overwatch yeah. and Overwatch 2 players can play together and that Overwatch one players are s- still gonna get all of the Overwatch 2 multiplayer content other than the single player stuff they're adding. Hmm. Including the new what well, they they were talking about a loadout system in Overwatch 2? Like, is that coming back as well? It's weird. It's just weird. They didn't have to do it that way. Uh, I, next thing I had was like, well, Xbox had some weird, I don't know, I think some bad branding decisions this year, um, starting with the Xbox S All-Digital Edition, which, you know, acronyms to the Xbox SAD. Except it doesn't, because all digital it's got is hyphened. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> so it'll be the Xbox High. Yep. <laughs> but everyone calls it the SAD. Whether you bought about the e, Sade, Sade, yeah, they just leave the e off. And it'll be the it'll be Sade, right? That's how that's pronounced. Sade, <laughs> yeah, Sade, Sade, <laughs> not that totally. Um. And then the Xbox Series X, which I think is a bad name because uh, it doesn't because it doesn't differentiate from the One X very well. No, I guess yes, it's t- that's, it's that's been the whole
2: Xbox well. problem ever since they called any Xbox Xbox, and then there was another one, <laughs> <laughs> and then there was another one. The Xbox.
1: The Apple Xbox. Obviously. Uh and also just because this is I don't know, I find this pretty dumb. New Super Mario Brothers is dumb on its own, but new Super Bra- Mario Brothers U Deluxe edition, only available on the Switch. <laughs> it's like it's extra weird. Because they still have a U in it they still, yeah, because they kept the U. I suppose it, that is the version of the game that came out. Like you could probably, like, if they ported Sonic Advance
2: to the Switch, for instance, they'd call it Sonic Advance and not Sonic Switch. But <laughs> sure, I mean, I guess that was like why was Advance Wars still called Advance Wars when it went to the DS? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They, they just it. came up with a um, brand for it, having to have an acronym to DS, and that was enough. Advance Wars DS, yeah. <laughs> Dual Strike. It
1: was a lot of dumb. Uh advanced games, wasn't there, <laughs> back then?
0: 64. Yeah,
1: 64, put 64 and everything. Doom 64 is now out on the Switch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's not like a new game. No, no. That's just, <laughs> that make, is just Doom 64. <laughs> if they were to make Doom 64 2, <laughs> that would be kind of weird, right? Bonus points if they called it Doom 65. Doom
0: 128. If <laughs> you <So, laughs> think about it, it's pretty weird that that game is called Super Mario 64.
1: Yeah, why, it's just, yeah, it's just. But that was the Is thing. Like that was Nintendo's like, thing, though, because Nintendo have done, had had done that for a while prior, right? Because all the NES games got. Super. redone with super, super. yeah for that's the Super true. Nintendo,
0: and then so they were just carrying that on but presumably the nez original was called super mario
1: brothers wasn't it well it was yeah yeah so that, that kind that of was, screws that up <laughs> it, it did yeah because they had mario bros was the, the pipe was the arcade game yeah right? exactly and then super mario bros was actually the pat floor, yeah
0: pat pat flormer <laughs> but presumably it was called the super nintendo after super mario brothers maybe that's maybe they got the
2: super prefix from yeah, yeah yeah was it called super mario brothers in japan though I think so. Yeah.
0: yeah, Super Famicom as well. Right. Yeah, but that no, wasn't no. the NES. Like. Yeah.
1: yeah, but yeah, Super Mario Brothers on the NES was still Super Mario Brothers in Japan. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah, sure.
0: Yeah. Just saying they used the same prefix in Japan yeah. for the console as well.
1: Yeah. Well, that's where that comes from anyway. Yeah. Then that's how we ended up with Mario 64 and Star Fox 64. And which actually Did Nintendo themselves put out any other games that had 64 Probably. on the end? Probably. Like, Pilot Wings, was it? Was that Pilot Wings sixty
0: yeah, four? Pretty sure it was. Yeah, Shit, they didn't carry it on. Who cares about Mario Sunshine? It's Mario Cube. <laughs> Mario Cube. <laughs> no, it's Mario Dolphin. Mario, oh, Dol- Mario yeah, Dolphin. Mario yeah. Dolphin yeah. yeah, I
1: mean it is Mario Dolphin. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so that is the confusing brand action category, and this has got some fun extras. Nope. I think Overwatch the one. Overwatch two. Yeah.
2: Oh, no, that uh, that bad.
1: Well, what, what's but was worse? I mean, the, the the consumers not losing out if you bought Overwatch two. But no. if you bought Overwatch two and then realised what it was and that you could have just been playing Overwatch one, and still play well, everything. If you, if it, you eh?
2: bought Overwatch two yeah. whilst you were playing Overwatch one and didn't realise what it was, that'd be the one that would do.
1: I think it, I think it's because it feels a bit like a dupe, right? That you're duping the customers into buying a sequel that isn't really a sequel.
2: Yeah, but if you're a fan of Overwatch and you're playing Overwatch, you're gonna be a, you're gonna find out you're not gonna be dumb enough to just buy that site on City Sure. Maybe. <laughs> you're gonna be searching up all the information you possibly can about it. But what about those kids' parents that are all like Yeah, but what about kids' parents? <laughs>
1: <laughs> they make up probably the majority of these markets. And i and the companies don't care about them.
2: Because like, they doesn't... want to dupe them into their money. Yes, that's exactly why. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, and
1: that's, that's why it's this confusing red action.
2: I don't think it's intentional.
3: I don't know, it's Blizzard.
0: I think it's entirely intentional. I mean, Blizzard in January this year.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll come back to that. Hot in mess. the very next category. <laughs> okay. no, yeah, great. Okay, so Overwatch 2, or oh, you think the Reach thing? Is that where you're siding? The Reach thing is kind of dumb,
2: but at least you know it's Reach. Yeah, I guess. At some some places on that page, it does just Steam. And, and it is just Steam. I think it might be easier on the Windows <laughs> Well, store. I'm sure. I'm sure on the Windows the Store, it's a bit more old. So, you
0: know. Why didn't they just put Master Chief in there and have
1: Reach as a DLC thing? Like The framework's there.
2: I suppose you don't want to have to buy into just the entire
1: Master Chief Collection. You'd need to have some sort
2: of yeah, which you well, it's you, you dissuade like that you that need you a wrapper separately. Yeah, like unlike most of the other stuff in the Master Chief Collection, where it's just built into that overall overall package.
1: Yeah, and I suppose if you bought the packages, like you're you'll effectively get everything that was in it if you bought. You just have to wait for it. Yeah, it's just not available right now, even though it's out now. Eh. <laughs> Overwatch two. Most confusing brand action of the year. Uh, so then we move on to dumbest corporate thing Or Hottest Mess or Biggest Screw Up, I suppose. Mm-hmm. So I got I've got four little entries here. I'm sure there are more. There's been lots of layoffs this year as well. But which are sad. And probably have the result of corporate screw-ups, but we don't really know the details necessarily mm-hmm. all the time. Um, so I'm gonna t- let's, let's talk about that Fallout 76 subscription. we we'll just like
2: everything that happened Fallout 76 this year.
3: Yeah,
2: I mean it's still
1: Fallout 76. It's still a dumb thing in, in itself, but I don't know. Why don't we have this hugely unpopular <laughs> game and add a hugely expensive subscription fee to it? That'll solve all its problems. Also
2: for a game that you already paid for.
1: Yeah, for a game you you already paid 60 bucks for. It just strikes as a very, like, not feel-good thing. And naturally,
2: the new shit they added in the discussion was broken. (laughs) Because everything in Fallout 76 is broken. (laughs)
1: Because, yeah, what was it they were adding? The primary thing was, like, hey, you get some dedicated server space if you're
2: subscribing. Which didn't work, yep. <laughs> and that's the main thing. And the and the scrap loot box that just destroyed all your oh, and scrap yeah, and put yeah. it in <laughs> The item
1: destroying stuff. I think there was a glitch recently in it as well that meant
2: that other players
1: could basically steal all of
2: your stuff. Yes, they they there was a wait. Well, it's not really a glitch as much as a hack, I guess, which is technically a glitch. But <laughs> they, it was some kind of hack slash glitch where you could pickpocket people from any distance. <laughs> was oh, funny. We don't know no, I like when I think about how pickpocketing works in Fallout. I wonder how it does work in, multi- in the multiplayer world of Fallout 76 because that's like it's such a weird bullshit system anyway in Fallout. One of the dumb strategies is to like insert a landmine into someone's pocket while pickpocketing them <laughs> and then they just blow up. <laughs> it's just like how does that even work? <laughs>
1: uh stupidly. Not <laughs> be a timed mine, not a landmine.
2: Well, or a grenade also works. Mm. Why has my coat suddenly got very heavy and, well, and, and But like, why can you steal the armor off people? <laughs> That's not <laughs> pickpocketing, exactly. I mean, I mean like, you like... do have to <coughs> level up quite a lot in pickpocketing to be able to steal <coughs> the actual things they have equipped. Which I guess is sort of implying like you've become a master at like hell of misdirection, where you're just like tapping them on the shoulder, and then as they look around, they're just taking you're, you're taking their coat off or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, do they visibly lose? it As well, well, yeah, because the armor is the visible part, of right? You, you, can, you, just, you make just make them naked, as I, you do. Fall out.
1: Because <laughs> I always thought it was weird. In like in outer worlds, it's like once you kill something, like you can rummage their bodies and be like, "Oh, I'll have your armor, please," but then nothing changes. No, like weird. i would always thought that was a bit weird. I'm going to have your lab coat that you're clearly
2: wearing. Oh, you're still wearing
1: it, and now I have it. Okay. <laughs>
2: Details, budgets. Yeah. I suppose. Well, maybe, or maybe they, maybe they didn't want it to look as dumb as Fallout does. <laughs> maybe they wanted it to look dumb in a different way. Yeah, like, yeah, like a whole load of naked bodies on the battlefield. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the pretty broken. much how Fallout always ends up.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, so Fallout seventy six continues to be stupid. Uh, Randy Pitchford also cons- continued to be kind of dumb with all the allegations against him But we're just allegedly, in fairness. Like if we're being, never, if we're, we're never being, going to know. No, we're never going to know. But there's no smoke without fire with that guy. I don't think
2: the, the that the one with the composer guy he did get settled out of court or whatever, or like didn't actually go to court. That well, that was
1: that was the one with um his lawyer friend as well, right? That the big one, all the child porn allegations and the thievery of money, supposedly that got settled out of court as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll never see the evidence. We'll never know the actual outcomes of that. But you know, it's all it's all more uh, it's all more bad news for Gearbox really as a, as a brand. It's like they don't strike me as particularly trustworthy anymore or anything like that. And then I've, I don't know, it didn't make me particularly enamoured with going anywhere near Borderlands three as a result of it. Yes, and, but
2: there was also the ethics Store, So you know.
1: And the Epic Store stuff, yeah. You just stack on top of each other. What's the, what, what's the, what was the game Gearbox announced recently? Some high-profile thing that suddenly had a Gearbox logo slapped on it. Mm, yeah, I don't remember. Oh, it was that um, Godfall that was announced at um, Game Awards. <laughs> so you not... Lot of high profile, not not yet, but well, it's the first PlayStation 5 game we officially know about, so it's it's garnered some accidental hype, I suppose. Mm. Garnered, garnered, it's a word, yeah, it is.
0: Used correctly, I just, I, it's a good word. Okay, good, <laughs> it's just, just rare saying it two. for emphasis.
2: <laughs> garnered, what does that mean, though? It... Mm. Grammar section, what does garnered actually imply? It means what yeah. it sounds like in context, right? As
1: opposed to just got. Yeah, but yeah like. It's
2: used in a sentence. Yeah, guarded what? Or what, do you, how, what is the action of garnering something? <laughs> <laughs> like, where, where did that even come from? I mean, oh, like, you, want, it, you want the
1: full etymology it of it? It feels garnered. like
2: a sort of a. I mean, this is because it's Christmas, but it feels like it's like something you'd garner a tree. like you'd That's put, garnish. Is decoration.
0: <laughs> you think it was garnish? No, that's Well, for a yeah, cake.
2: garnish as well, I guess. Does it? Yeah, is it is related? Is that actually to it? the same thing? Okay, and then rape. What have we got? Cambridge Dictionary. Yeah, English I'm working on, it. Again, He's right. on the dictionary. No, except of the cookies, cookies and <laughs> other bullshit.
1: Uh, it. Collecting and amassing generally, but that's not helpful to oh, collect okay. something usually usually after much work or with difficulty, so actually, in this case, garnered probably isn't the most no. appropriate Hello. word
2: Hello. they just got Contact
1: or device do
2: you want to call oh, okay, none Alexa. of them
1: Alexa shut up <laughs> thanks, Alexa. I
2: heard you ask for none of them, Alexa, shut up <laughs> <laughs> your, name, your list of contacts or devices good one. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> But if you,
1: just in case you couldn't hear that, the, the, the echo in this room thought we were trying to call someone, so I told it, no one, Alexa, shut up, and it replied with, I heard you ask for no one, Alexa, shut up. <laughs> Great. I know that voice recognition works well. Yep. <laughs> Uh Yeah, so maybe not garnered, because it means I've had to work for it, I guess. Anyway, Except we still don't know weird.
2: what the real etiology of
1: that is. St- no, not in this list. But st- Stumbled upon some accidental hype. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? Were donated accidental hype. They were, do- they were donated hyped. <laughs> they got a hype bypass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I quite like that. No,
1: not bypass. No. Hype no. bypass. You know, you know, but, bypass yeah, by. Transfusion. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Right. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, so that, uh, there's that. And then there's that whole Blizzard Hearthstone thing. You mean the Blizzard Hong Kong thing? Blizzard, <laughs> not
2: Hearthstone. Hearthstone was practically irrelevant to this story. Yeah,
1: kind of. Yeah. Uh, it just happened at a Hearthstone tournament, right? Where it's... the winner, a uh, Mr. Blitz Chung, not his real name, well, but something presumably. Chung.
2: It's something Chung. Yeah, uh, maybe half his real name. Uh, Blitz,
1: yeah, Blitz Chung <laughs> decided to in his winning interview, come out in support of the what is the name of the movement? I've forgotten. It used to be Umbrella, didn't it? But now it's just Hong Kong protests. Right, it? okay, yeah. So yeah, that in, in support of the democratic Hong Kong Progress protests. Yep. Um uh which, to which Blizzard said, Oh God, no, we can't we can't allow this. Uh this is bad news. Um, uh, banned him from Hearthstone for a year and took away his winnings. Uh, and then came up with a really half assed response saying, oh, Red Blizzard does not allow um, politics. <laughs> and it's not what we do. Um, to which point the rest of the community said, that's you." <laughs> it wasn't you. It's like you're stopping someone else from doing it. And it's like, mm. And it all went nasty. And they handled it real badly. And they gave a uh, sort of... Marmy, slimy apology at really even an apology. Yeah, that. there. Were, I know at the time, I sort of thought it's like, uh, oh, you know what, this, this, that, that actually was okay. But the more I've gone back and sort of reviewed it and stuff like that, it's like, yeah, you know what, they didn't actually really say anything. It's one of those. Yeah, they didn't do anything about it. They didn't actually take action to solve it. They just said,
2: and they didn't really even specifically say what it was. Yeah. Well, presumably for the people that weren't aware, so they didn't go and look into it. But sure. then... but those kind of statements are always the same. Yeah, everyone, like that. You go back to Anthem; they did a bunch of those, a bunch of the same kind of statements early on in that as well. Oh, but yeah, yeah. everyone's favorite. We need to do better posts. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. historically terrible at that, though. Sure, <laughs> like they can't be trusted. By anything they say coming out of any of their community feeds. Any time I can, well, uh, yeah. The best example is always the uh, PlayStation outage apology, right? That Jack Tretton did that, yeah. that that one actually seemed legit. And PlayStation actually gave back as a result. It's, that was decent. Um, yeah, so Blizzard, and also, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Stadia's business model specifically because we've got no like hands-on experience with the tech um, here, other than. Seeing third party reports and hearing third party reports, but their business model sucks. But it's like, why would they? It seems so out of touch
3: mm.
1: with where the industry is going um, and what people will actually buy. Like, so, uh, okay, maybe buying your games on someone else's launcher it, <laughs> isn't such an unusual thing, right? But it's the fact that you're paying full price for old games mm. with no real discount. You're paying, Yeah, you're paying full price for, the, for all of the Tomb Raider games at the moment. And it's like. The, Unless you get given them for free after you've
2: already bought them. Yeah, with, with
1: the pro subscription thing, um, which is also doubly weird, extra, extra odd. Um, not all of. The, yeah, the pro subscription itself is odd in the fact that you have to pay this extra bit of money every month in order to get the 4K streaming and the surround sound streaming, which most of the games don't support. Mm. Um, uh, slight correction to myself from earlier the year. I said that the uh i, I thought uh, there were some rumors but it, i got a, a little bit confused between like the power of stadia and like what it's actually running on and what x cloud is running on because of the stuff about destiny 2 in that they made a ch- decision with destiny 2 to lower the graphical fidelity to make it run at 60 frames per second over stadia okay so it's a rough so what, what i was i was correct in saying that it ran at medium settings which is lower than what the consoles run out but it's lower than what the consoles run out because they to chose achieve, the, to, to achieve frame the frame rate that you, yeah. the that you can't get on the consoles. that you can't get on consoles yeah so it's and in fairness to and that's no real reflection on the other products for instance the Tomb Raider games really mm. do run at good good resolution and with all the all max settings and things like that so that's uh-huh. but then which is said- not which is what X Cloud doesn't do X Cloud is actually capped at 720p at the moment and stuff like that but so as you
2: said at the time why do they need to turn it down? Because isn't the whole point that they to be running on super awesome comput- theoretical computers? Yeah, to
1: an extent. It, it, like the, the, it's, it's possible that actually just Destiny didn't have enough time to put in the work to make it work properly on their rig or yeah. something like it that. It
0: doesn't seem like their virtualized instances are scalable in
1: themselves. It seems like they have a set... Virtualized. Yeah, as does X Cloud, yeah. actually, because X Cloud is running on S's, as yeah. it turns out, Xbox One S equivalents, not yeah. Xbox One X equivalents yeah. like I thought they were. Yeah. Um Which is I I find a bit surprising actually from the Microsoft side. I know they've got probably got a whole load of S hardware lying around that they could easily modify and make these things. But um, well, well, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, yeah you probably, probably have to not. rip them out of the boards and yeah. move the chips around perhaps. But yeah, who knows? It just, that just seems a slightly odd choice, anyway. But uh, yeah, anyway, it's just a really crazy model. Like it's it's you can only buy games that you've probably got elsewhere, to which the lo- for which the local experience is better mm. most of the
2: time. Bleh. And potentially, you might even have another service that already does that, like even just Steam.
1: Well, yeah, <laughs> and you know it's. Uh, if you if you're, if you're a game pass member you're going to get xcloud for no additional cost and it's like it's a hard, it's, it makes it a real hard sell unless you really are that weird use case of person who doesn't want a box under the tv mm-hmm. who just wants a stadia controller and a chromecast um
2: a smaller box hanging off your tv
1: or is happy playing off your laptop or you know those those use cases mm. Uh, and for some reason you can pay the money to buy stadia but you won't pay the money to have a box <laughs> you know that is the weird it's it's a really strange thing mm. um had they made the subscription just have the games all of the games then maybe they'd have been onto something a bit better mm. but as it stands it's a it's a hard sell uh that's my list unless i miss anything anything more from the two years no, I don't think so. So, which of those sounds most dumb? Hmm. the, uh, the Blizzard stuff is probably like politically
2: the worst. Yeah, Blizzard this is, this is like but... the worst dumb. Not mm. necessarily dumbest. No, I think that probably is the dumbest dumb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the other ones are just like generic dumb. I don't know. It's yeah. hard to know. Like it sounded like there was like, all... obviously for seventy six. is just Bethesda being Bethesda dumb. <laughs> that's just like that's just how that always happens. <laughs> that is Bethesda
1: level dumb. That isn't that is what you mean? There's just regular level Bethesda. <laughs> yeah, pretty much at this
2: point. <laughs> and yeah. then Randy Pitchford is just like a guy being dumb.
1: I mean, he's just a, a, a fairly easily detestable human being, if you can call him that. And, and then, but the then once you get to Blizzard,
2: <laughs> it's like now we're now we're actually at corporate level dumb.
1: <laughs> yeah. it is high level (laughs) dumb i mean it's like half the blizzard stuff is but like some of the responses they gave out they then tried to was it double back on a little bit uh in the sense that they that initial tweet that went out where they were saying like we don't want to respect our glorious friends in china or something yeah but that was like a china specific exactly yeah that was like that's not even
2: like blizzard china that that is like a separate corporate dumb.
1: yeah the two the two entities weren't really working together, and they did eventually like give Blitzchung his money I mean, back. But I think they still upheld a bit of a ban.
2: Yeah, like half of it. Yeah,
1: which is still not. Why not just go the whole hog and reverse the whole thing? Well, I mean, cause... they
2: you know even though they bullshitted it quite a lot, you know they did still technically have a rule, and you know if you're not you have to enforce a rule at a certain level. The if you decided Buster that rule, he did though. break that rule, you do have to enforce it. But I, I,
1: I kind of. I really liked, um, was it Jeff Gerstmann's argument about all this uh, from Giant Bomb? He, like he he said it in uh, in a way nicer way than I'm about to recall, mm. but he effectively said like if you're if you're ever doing a game that's about like inclusivity and stuff like that, uh, like like Overwatch tried to be at one point with its with by making Tracer a Tracer a lesbian character, for instance, and or including slightly different body shapes for the, for the females and, and things and like denari- that
2: racial stereotypes <laughs> well and,
1: yeah to a lesser extent I suppose that side of it but they are they, they were trying and kind of outwardly trying to make Overwatch an inclusive game mm. that's a political statement
2: Right there. That's a kind of against that that's like stating well, here's his like, where we stand as a company. Well, and like when he was making the not really an apology at, at apology, con, apology. Yeah. Mm. He was wearing a rainbow blizzard thin. And it was just like right. you're literally wearing a completely separate political statement while you're bullshitting about this you don't want political statements.
1: <laughs> exactly. Like well the rainbow is even more overt in a way because it's like that is a movement, right? That that means something. Yeah. That's, match, that's, yeah. that's that's that, that's not saying just, the Hong Kong that's not just as meaningful that's, that's not what i meant but, <laughs> but do you know what i mean there's like it's it, it, not just saying it, 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 there's a difference i think between like i support that stuff and then actively wearing a symbol of that stuff that represents a specific movement of that stuff it's like mm. it, there's it, it's a fine line don't get me wrong but it's like it's it's like coming across all the, like the rainbow building in Spider Man and stuff like that. It's like, oh right, they're making a
2: <laughs> they're making a thing. I mean, everyone will, everyone understands the whole concept of like the the easy targets versus the don't touch that with a ten foot pole target. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> At this point, the the rainbow slipping that into any game, that's just like super easy target. Oh, no, no, it's even worse. By the fact that I forgot about the, fact, the whole the whole thing that they fired the shoutcasters because it was their fault somehow. Well, they did kind of prompt him onto the whole. They basically said, "You're about. We know you're about to do this thing, and we're going to let you do this thing." Oh, so, did they? Kind of, yeah. I, that, I mean, partially was their fault because I
1: thought they then all sort of like ducked under the desk yeah, when he said was, it and was all like, "Oh boy,
2: that doesn't blame me." not that was like a funny reaction, not a legitimate reaction, <laughs> I believe. Well, from the transcripts of that, they they were trying to make it appear like they they were shocked. except they weren't really. <laughs> they knew what was going on.
1: Okay, maybe that's maybe yeah maybe professionally goading a that scenario is maybe bad form. But either way, it's not Blizzard's opinion. And I think anyone with two brain cells would have known it's not Blizzard's opinion. Don't <laughs> don't overreact. Ugh. So Blizzard. The dumbest corporate thing. I'm just going to say Blizzard outright, not even that, just that event, just Blizzard. Blizzard the, this year. The dumbest corporate thing
2: of this year. But at least yeah. maybe they're not going to be part of Activision now. <laughs> really? What? Something when there's been definitely suggestions that like, the Activision Blizzard thing might be on its way out. No, really? They might oh. be splitting, or maybe not completely splitting up, but just like detaching themselves a bit more right. in general. Because exactly. that sort of started, yeah. didn't
1: it, when when they <laughs> backtracked on the whole Blizzard Battle.net thing and then putting Activision stuff in, into it mm. which I think they still did with COD this year but
2: although actually it, you know if you compare what happened with Blizzard this year Activision has been pretty quiet
1: <laughs> Activision have been pretty quiet what have they done they've had Call of Duty yeah they the just started. released
2: Call of Duty like they usually do Yeah, and it wasn't even it's not a bad Call of Duty yeah it didn't have any unusually bad problems or anything no
1: it's just Call of Duty was Call of Duty this year it's like plain sailing Still probably the biggest selling game of the year. (laughs) Is it? I mean, it has been since forever, so it's not a surprise anymore. Hmm. Alright. I don't really have a worrying trend of the year other than even more subscriptions.
2: Yeah, well, I
1: mean, Just keep piling them on. Subscriptions much. upon subscriptions upon subscriptions. I feel like we've already
2: said that last year. Yeah,
1: I think we have. Yeah. I mean that goes double for T V, doesn't it? Oh absolutely. Yeah. Disney and Plus adding into the mix to and gotta watch that Mandalorian, it's pretty good. Mm, kinda do, but but you could use the dark side. Okay, <laughs> could yeah. use the dark anyway. side. <laughs>
2: That's all, that's where this is going, though, isn't it? Yeah, exactly.
1: I mean, that's, that's exactly the problem. Yeah, it's like they made everything easier for a time, and now they've made it all complicated again. <laughs> well, complicated needing money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's insane. It is insane.
2: It's too much. I mean that that was like that was the original trick of making it easy was to make it. Money, but not like too much. They didn't go super hard, which is what all these subscriptions now are doing. They're all going too hard. It's yeah. like, we pay for this shit like once for one of these companies, but now there's like 12. <laughs> we used to get all of this through Sky. Why do I now have to pay five different people? Yeah.
1: I should probably. Yeah, Sky don't get it all, unfortunately. They're working with some of them now, I think, to bring some shows over to Sky, but. Yeah. Blich. Uh, a general good thing of the year? Good trend? <laughs> it's okay. What have you now got? Now? I mean, I haven't got really anything. Other than <laughs> well, okay then. Other than, like... Well, the trend has begun that more of the major quote-unquote first-party exclusives that aren't really first-party exclusives are now starting to be less exclusive. So what I mean by that is, like, you're starting to see games that would traditionally have been tied to a specific platform, thanks to a publishing deal, like Detroit, um, <coughs> which you know has historically always been published by Sony and only ever been on PlayStation, start to break free of those shackles a little bit. Sony is like loosening their reins mm. on where they on on where some of these games can be. So that stuff's all turned up on PC this year. Yeah. Um, uh, like Microsoft are kind of doing the same thing as well by like let it, by letting Ori be on Switch and, and, and Halo on with Steam. Halo <laughs> on Steam, yeah, it's it's all starting to uh, and well EA coming back to Steam, yeah, also. So it's like it's like they the, the <laughs> and then you've got Epic going in the completely opposite yeah. direction, tying everything up. It's like everyone else is trying to be friendlier and work together, which is great for consumers. Um, and then you have got Epic trying to be the assholes at the corner. <laughs> talking about more subscriptions. Hey, there was that bloody Ubisoft one as well, right? Yep. The Ubisoft Pass or well, I, I, yeah.
2: I think the passes are more ignorable.
1: Yeah. And PlayStation Now is, is 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 becoming more viable as a subscription service <laughs> now that they they changed to not being streaming only. Mm. That it's now a download service a little bit like Game Pass but not quite as good. Game Pass is still the daddy. Um uh, yes, yeah, so there's that, and just the general again loosening of the rules on crossplay sort of re- started to accelerate properly this year,
2: mm-hmm, I guess.
1: I mean, it hasn't. We're not there yet, but with games like Destiny starting to operate like um, proper um, profile transfer or and things like that, so you can actually play across multiple devices. That's not cross-play but you can at least move your character around. Mm. Um, uh Rocket League getting its full-on Rocket ID system.
2: Except so it still doesn't do what you it's, want. It's
1: still not what I want. No, it's <laughs> not a full-profile transfer, which is what I want. But So I can play it on any one of my devices with all of my stuff, which is the ideal. Um, but, you know, Fortnite has been loosened up, so Sony capitulated <laughs> Eventually. There. Yeah, it was a hell of a bat- battle, but we got there. Uh, and I think that's a good thing, in general. Let people play on what they want to play. Call of Duty actually is weirdly like possibly the best example of this this year because they let any one of the platforms play with each other mm. but do the do the controller segregation thing. So if you're a keyboard and mouse player, fine, use keyboard and mouse, but we'll put you in hoppers with other keyboard and mouse players, which is makes extra sense because you can use the Xbox with a keyboard and mouse now, and COD is one of the games that supports that. Mm. So it's like you can... <laughs> play keyboard and mouse on whatever you want now and play with other players with the same control mechanism and likewise still like playing COD with a controller? We've got you covered. You can play with anyone on any platform with a controller. Brilliant. Well done, COD.
2: I guess there's the other continuing trend of loot boxes getting shit on. I guess this is what you'd call it. <laughs> I mean, it hasn't been a terrible year for loot boxes. Well, no, but that's the point. Like they've They're still they've, there. They've started to be like, let's maybe not make a big deal about our loot boxes because people are kind of pissed and now maybe we can tone this down a bit. I mean and maybe governments will start coming into this situation shortly.
1: I mean you could sort of argue that maybe the actual worst loot box system of the year was in Apex. Because it had a it has like a hard cap on the amount of stuff you can earn for free hmm. so you can't you, there comes a certain point where you can't grind out anymore and you have to buy in um, which is sort of against the spirit of free to play you know to to, to a certain yeah extent. but
2: arguably isn't that the same that's like technically the same as any other pass system except just laid out differently like if you're on the free rocket pass you only get the free items and then you don't get the premium ones you can't, you can't get <laughs> yeah, there's no pot, no way of getting the
1: premium ones but the, the I suppose the slight differences is with with apex is there are gameplay ramifications in sure. that system and that they're you know the, the extra heroes, not just <laughs> but whatever the, the extra legends yeah are, are something you have to buy into you get a base set for free mm. but anything they've added since launch you have to pay for um, which I think is now up to four or five of the legends that someone like me wouldn't have access to because I've not paid any money and they' Like most free-to-play models, adding a if I want to add all of them, it's not that cheap an option, right? I'd suddenly have to put down the full price of a game hmm. to to unlock all the other stuff, hmm. um, and that's only going to get worse over time. <laughs> so yeah, may, maybe not the best system from Apex, but which is a shame given the quality of the rest of that thing. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so so uh, those are my good things list. We're we talking about. Uh, would you prefer the uh, more cross play or the uh, more spreading of where you can actually buy your games? <laughs> the, the 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 removal or the uh, reduction in exclusivity. Oh, hey, also Microsoft stuff being on PC—that's a big thing, right? That's good. I mean, that's but they've been they've had that for they've had that for a couple years, but like it's. It's really coming to... It's, it feels real, real. It just feels seamless now, almost. I can it'll be like, "Oh, it's come out on Xbox. Oh, great! I'll play it on PC. Fabulous."
0: Mm. That seems like a good thing. Yeah, and something they're in a position to do, which is cool.
1: More than, more than almost anyone else. Well, actually, completely more yeah. than anyone else. So Only, except maybe EA. If EA access was good, <laughs> and you could play their games on any platform, that's true, and that's not bad. Um, yeah so I might go with that one I think personally I think oh, yeah. the, the, the slow the good trend <laughs> slow release of exclusivity because it is going to be better for everyone eventually crossplay is nice but um, hmm. but I don't but think you need
2: I don't to buy the games on different platforms to be able to crossplay
1: <laughs> to, to an extent yeah yeah there needs to be more the games need to be in more places for and that will potentially drive the crossplay thing even more hmm. The two kind of drive each other in right. a weird way. Yeah, it's better for the industry overall. <laughs> uh, audio thing, good one or bad one? Good one. What noises made you smile this year? Just random noises, anything, and that can be from like a little musical chirp to just a just a single sound effect. Um, uh, I want to. Nominate the level up noise from Outer Worlds because I think that's really satisfying. Mm-hmm. Instead of it just being like a ding or like a like a uh, hey you leveled up kind of notification that appears in some games, no, they do, do a big old orchestral swell. That's basically the theme. Um, what do they call it? Though? When it's a, like uh, a short sequence of notes, that like
0: like a little riff type thing. Uh, or yeah, it's band. got a special
1: name, isn't it? Like that little little thematic. Oh um, right, yeah. Like like the halos like oh, oh, oh that's then repeated yeah. in other
0: a... yeah I know what you mean <laughs> yeah I, I can't remember the name of it terms aren't
1: there yeah so it it does it's one of those but it's a lovely sort of like tingle like, like nice and nice feels good It's real, it's real nice can't makes it good. makes a big deal of it <laughs> it's often well timed as well so it'd be like at the end of a mission. Because that's when you get the most experience. So it's oh, like, cool. You get so, it. So it's, it's like, oh, I completed a thing. <laughs> yeah. Can't
0: beat the Skyrim um, choir, though. It's like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just, <"Raw!" laughs> Dagger, 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 <laughs> dagger. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well,
0: sounds like a good one.
1: Um, most uh, comedic sound effect of the year has to go to Bloodstained <laughs> for the um E o guys when you when you kill the two stage death animation that's far too long and far too loud where they just go
4: Eo
1: <laughs> when when they die. Hey, hey. The E ooh guys. <laughs> I love it. I mean there's quite a few you could talk about from Bloodstained really like the stupid swords that are just like Rrr! but like very clearly just a dude <laughs> going like not even like growling. Yeah, just just a bad growl. <laughs> <It's> like <"Rrr!" laughs> <laughs> uh we, it, we'd be remiss to leave out the uh untitled goose game honk the honk honk goose honk <laughs> well, it's sort of, uh, probably more so because of the uh the way it contorts like the, uh, the, the honk in a bottle is pretty good yeah that's a good one. It's got like a bit of reverb.
0: Yep, you can. <laughs> use, it has different variations based on what you got in over your beak, and you use it for gameplay to startle people and make them hammer their own thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the
1: gameplay and, honk, and you could just do it at any time for funsies.
3: Honk.
1: I think it could have done with more honk variations.
3: Mm-hmm. It's
2: pretty distinctive. Hmm. Yeah, but if you do the same one over and over, that's the where you get that's where you need to see it's like the the fucking witness and it's thousand billion different kinds of footsteps, <laughs> <laughs> Right.
3: you
1: am gonna make it echo down the well. yep mm, harmonica honk. <laughs> it's pretty great. Uh I quite like the KO noise from Tetris 99. I know it's simple. It's just a simple robot voice going, KO, and then you go, ding, 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 and you then get your medals. Did you just helipopped the mic. I did helipopped <laughs> the mic, yeah. Uh, you'd think I'd be used to this by now. Yeah. <laughs> but that's quite satisfying. Um, and it doesn't count because it's not a game of this year, but I did quite like the the, the sort of warning that Majima was about in Yakuza Kiwami. Like when he's nearby, you just get a little little sound effect that would go Kid you, Chan," <laughs> and it's like Kidu-chan. then you know he's nearby, and he's, he's like, "There's a fight nearby. Be aware, Kid you, Chan." <laughs> Any more crazy audio things? Good audio things. Good audio, it's yeah. Good, good audio, good audio things or things things that you feel... They don't have to be good in the technical sense. They just have to be like things you enjoy.
2: <laughs> well, that is kind of the definition of good, isn't it? Yeah, kind, of, kind of good. <laughs> I like the, the how. I mean, it's not a surprise that when Clay did oxygen not included, and they did the 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 duplicates voices. Uh, uh, you know, are uh, just sound effects. You know, or you know, in a Sims esque style, except less vocal. Just like that, because they did the same thing with don't starve. Although I guess don't starve was better. is the thing because mm. the duplicates in oxygen not included just have you know they have different tones depending on. Who they are, but like it's the same one sound of it. Whereas in Don't Starve, each of the individual characters had like a different version. Like you have right, the, the guy who sounds like a violin, and then the guy who has like <laughs> sounds like a sword blade or something. Like, oh, I like I like that. It was more varied in, in Don't Starve, but actually, not included does basically the same thing. It's just a little warpy. <laughs>
1: I do appreciate a good one of those because, like, I could like uh, had we played Celeste this year, I might have put down their voice work. Mm, yeah, because I thought that was pretty good. It's kind of similar. Well, because it's the it's the powerful sound yeah. thing, but <laughs> they but it. they expanded it like <laughs> significantly and made it expressive, and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So the oxygen not included, chirpy language. Yep. I like the idea of them just being random objects. That's kind of cool. Yes, it was kind of cool. (laughs) Don't stop. Uh, Any more for any more? Not 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 much from Link's Awakening. That struck me as a place that might have some decent sound effects.
0: Oh yeah, they're all great, but there's nothing that stands
1: out particularly. I mean, Mm, right? They're just it's It's just 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 good sound. What about Luigi's Mansion? Well, I mean there's because it's, it's the like I, the worst audio yeah, thing Yeah, worst is, audio thing we're is, coming up to. Is, well, no, worst audio thing Luigi's Mansion 3 is the absence of the which doesn't really count, but
2: <laughs> No, you are thinking...
1: the, the, the the cool get key the sound from Luigi's Mansion 1.
2: Save that for the next category. But, like <laughs> the, one of the good things I guess of the sound of Luigi's Mansion is the they still did they still did another remix for the ringtone of the virtual boo because you've got to have that <laughs> right you've got to have it play the little tune when when it's pho- when it's really like a phone as luigi gradually pats all his pockets even though he just like pulls it out of nowhere and it's gigantic because it's a fucking headset <laughs> <laughs> that is great yes it's a little more funky this time mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. you know because mm-hmm. of the high-tech s- sound chips or whatever but <laughs> sure. it's not a game boy any longer yeah. <laughs>
1: But then, but then the, the the Game Boy one from the first game was quite funky.
2: Well, yeah, it's like it's it's a it's like one, the sound output is one step out over the theoretical device that they're basically on. I think is how how this has progressed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the sound on the Virtual Boy would have been like. Probably it didn't have any, did it? Or it had a headphone jack? I no, it I must assume. have had something. Probably NES level. But yeah, when you know you had the DS in Luigi's Mansion Two, and that still had the same thing. Although that made more sense as a phone because it was like a flip phone, essentially, <laughs>
1: <laughs> really big. flip
2: <laughs> Yeah, still made more sense rather than fucking carrying <laughs> a fucking virtual reality headset around.
1: Using the DS as a phone, you flipped it open. Would you be would you be vertically holding it like that? But like, really, what or would you have to side talk? Well, you'd be FaceTiming
2: because <laughs> of the screens. <laughs> FaceTime, right? Okay, that's probably it. For, yeah, for audio audio things specifically.
1: Yeah, which of those sounded the funkiest then? <laughs> the outer worlds, the E O guy. <laughs> Probably my personal favourite because <laughs> it's just so stupid and bad stained, Yeah. It's a great sound test library to go through. Oh, I'm sure. Because there's a whole load of random samples that I think were just like Kickstarter rewards as well. Uh, okay. So if you go through the sound test, you can hear the character say dumb stuff
2: that isn't in the game. Well, I'm, I'm sure it probably is somewhere. Probably maybe. Some really, really hidden bullshit. Some of them
1: are like are just straight up quotes from other things. Right. right. So I'm sure they were just like, hey, I'd quite like this guy. I'd like David Hater to read this line, please. Because David Hater's in that game. Mm. Uh, yeah the, the the goose honk, Tetris KO, the chirpiness, chirpy dudes, <laughs> <laughs> chirpy <Cruisy> dudes, I <laughs> included, or the funky beats from Luigi's Mansion Three. Dan, you got uh, got an opinion?
0: Uh I mean, I mean, it sounded like the the bloodstained one was the most interesting to me. <laughs>
1: Ooh, not I mean, necessarily
2: good, but it is funny.
1: It is very funny. It didn't get old. That yeah. was the thing. Like some, some bad some bad comedy sound effects can get really annoying. This one did not, because it made me it kinda made me laugh every time.
2: You were just reminded of Quick Money over and over, that's all. <laughs> yeah, that's a reference. <laughs> Oi. They also go ooh. Don't they, they do go ooh every now like, and then as well. But Maybe that, that's isn't a... that that same enemy that goes, goes e and ooh. Yeah, it's a little, just a, it's,
1: it's a little bobbly yeah, the thing. Little it's like ooh, and then run away from
2: you.
1: <laughs> sometimes both at the same time. Yeah, ooh e.
2: <laughs> so well, clearly, that's why Rob likes that sound. As oh, well. that, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a psychological uh, impact yeah, from his y- childhood y- that's ingrained y- in him now. Y- you've read me that read
1: what's
2: cool? you got, uh, got got thoughts One, oh, yeah. no I thought we
1: were already done we, okay residing with Ian because <laughs> the <Ooh. laughs> comedy value although the honk I think must be up there I think they're all pretty the good this pretty year good. actually yeah. like the, 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 the outer worlds level up will stand out for a while it's no
2: mysterious stranger
1: it is no mysterious <laughs> stranger mysterious stranger we're always going to reference that that is hard to beat uh E with honourable mention to honk <laughs> Honourable mention. Uh and now of course we have to do the exact opposite. Yep. The
2: worst audio thing. And this is where the reason action comes in again. Uh, as right. Bob said. The key pickup noise is not nearly as dramatic, but that's kind of like the one the the one for the GameCube was like it's kind of a bit over dramatic always Oh but it's so good though. <laughs> But the actual, clearly the worst thing about Luigi's Mansion 3 is he doesn't hum the f- song. Yeah. Anymore.
1: It's it's an awkward one, isn't it? Because really, like. Because I mean, it's... there's
2: a lot more songs, for a start. So it's not like you're not. It's not the, just the theme all the way through all the time. But so... it's o- it's awkward
1: in the sense that it's the absence of things that were previously cool. Yeah. Like why did you remove them? Type things as opposed to you
2: can at least still say Mario over and over and over. <laughs> Mario, except it's not even that's not as cool yeah, any longer because yeah. he doesn't like it's Not total shifted, or at least I don't think it's total shifted. Depending on like his health, like it used to be. I oh, think no, if you because
1: it used to be like oh no, in certain areas if he hadn't cleared them yet, he'd be well, more, it's he'd on be your more health, scared though, as well. As well.
2: Like well, when you maybe. had low health, yeah. it got worse. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't think it, I think it might still be, if you do it while like there's ghosts around or whatever, I think you still get the different version yeah, the of sli- that. The slightly more timid version. Yeah, exactly. But like, it's not nearly as good. <laughs> it's not nearly as well done. Hmm. But
1: there are any like specific, like super annoying sound effects in that though.
2: I don't think so
1: really. I mean, it's funny that they brought back like E.Gad's exact voice print again. Oh, well, sure. What else, else were you going to do? And, then, and 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 then even lip syncs to it, <laughs> which is even better. Nice, Bamba, Luigi,
2: yeah. And then I guess the other main one that I had for this category, which. I mentioned ages ago, because I actually thought about the game of the year well in advance for a change, only except for the one I category that is so dumb and pointless that it doesn't really matter in any way. The um start of Autonauts. It's the it's not even because it's not because like it's not the Autonaut's developer's fault, because it's the publisher logo. Right. But it it's so like, totally opposite to the whole game, but it's just really abrupt. And I think R- Rob might actually know it, because it's Curve, which, which did snake-, snake Pass.
1: Oh, right. So okay. I don't
2: know if they still had the same thing on the intro of that. You might might not have recognised yeah, it.
1: remind me.
2: But, like, it's the Curve logo just comes, it just pops on the screen, and it has this, like, distorted sort of scream sound right where it's like... <laughs> It's just like, pretty really sure. loud, growly scream sound effect. I'm pretty sure I'd remember that. But it's just like, it's the complete tone shift between that and then, like, the regular Orthodox like, cheerful, you know, cute music that Orthodox had. It's just like, that is a, doesn't even fit slightly. So <laughs> it's, it's like Sega, but even shorter. Yeah, it's like Sega, except, like-, <laughs> like, just a sound. And it's like, that's just bad. It's like one of those things where you like a publisher needs to have multiple versions of their logo to fit the tone of a game that they're putting it on, right? Yeah. It's what EA always used to do, kind of. It's in the game. <laughs> did they do Snake Pass? I think, I'm pretty sure they did. Published at least.
1: I thought Team Seventeen published Snake Pass. Uh, I
2: don't know. Team, 7- Team Seventeen have published far too much shit lately <laughs> to even know what they did.
1: Yeah, I can't find it on this on on Curves list, which is pretty big. Yeah, I in I, fairness, you know, I hit it on. Well, they, they did Thomas was alone. I hit
2: it on Steam, so maybe. It... Minecraft. <laughs> You're just going to keep sorry. Yeah. Or Proteus. Or Proteus. I didn't yeah. even know. Huh.
1: Okay, can I find something with that sound? What's the thing I want to hear what that sound is?
2: You want to hear it? Just, yeah. Curve digital sound. <laughs> or just do like? That's not going to work. Publish a logo or something. <laughs> just just because it's I'm I'm probably not I'm probably misrepresenting it fairly badly (laughs) no that's not working no that is really not working
0: what were the EA Sports variations did they do one for cricket which was like EA Sports it's in the game old chap
1: (laughs) (laughs) not quite like that that would be a lot better Uh, I don't
2: think EA Sports necessarily did that much rare variation on their EA Sports it's in the game They just use that over and over, but it was much less offensive, and fitted with sports games. Yeah, if I mean that's why you used EA Sports, I guess. But you know, EA always did the like with the Battlefield games. They had their different different versions of their logo for each of the games. More than that, varied, but they started doing that.
0: What's going on with the Battlefield music? Because like quite quickly, like. They, they took the at one point. They took the 1942 classic theme of the da
1: da da da
0: da and they just distorted it and down to one note as much as
1: possible. to it's
0: like that was the Terminator. Was that Oh yeah,
1: it's so close, isn't
0: it? Have they just done the same thing? That was
2: that was made sense for like Battlefield Three when they went hella modern. That was fine. And they were like, "We're to At the time, it made sense to have it all fucked up. And then when they went, you know, by the time you get back to Battlefield One, they're like, "Let's do this in." Weird like military marching band form, mm. except not really as good as the old versions. You still tried to you're trying to watch a video uh, of someone playing Autonauts, so that's not yeah, really I
1: can't find it, unfortunately. <clears throat> Wait, so it sounds like Master Chief getting sniped, I mean?
2: Not quite like that, but and way <laughs> more distorted. Weird. Sounds bad. It was quite annoying. Oh, and I guess maybe I could also say this is kind of like maybe a bit too wide ranging, but like just the continuous noise of forager, just like stuff constantly happening, is constantly making noise, and it's all kind of rhythmic. Like when you're, if you have like your auto miners or whatever, or or whatever, Mm. they're all going to go hitting on on like a beat. So it's like chink, 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 and like from all angles, all the time, constantly.
1: (laughs) <laughs> and is all
2: it? different items are popping out of things and making weird clinky noises it's just like it gets a bit intense for like a quite casualish
1: game again like the mining in a lot of games can sound like that right like, like in some way we just hear it constantly because it's like it's what's always going on
2: sure <laughs> it's, it's just because in <laughs> <Forager laughs> it's because, it, because as you get further up the tech tree it is all about automating everything mm. so everything is just running continuously all the time and it's always doing that <laughs> <laughs> That yeah, that's,
1: that's that does sound pretty annoying. Um, I, I've not got many issues this year. Mm. No, those those sound worse, I think, because I noticed already in Death Stranding. I'm, I think I'm going to get annoyed with the like sound pretty quickly <laughs> because it go it it sounds like a little chipmunk saying like. So that's,
2: the, yeah, that's probably good. As well.
1: So when you when you finish it, finish a delivery, like you get a whole load of stats about every piece of cargo you're carrying. And it takes you through that, and you get likes for like doing well in certain. Cu- and every time a like gets added to your currency, it goes like, You're, like really, like, in a really sort of chirpy little way. And it's like, yeah, I think that's going to get annoying. There's a lot. There's lots of lovely bleeps and bloops in that in that interface. It's like everything makes a different noise. So it's like, beep, 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 and it's like that's quite actually quite satisfying. Hmm. But then interspersed between all that, it's just like like. <laughs> it's, <laughs> like it's, it's really weird. It's not that loud or, any, or particularly obtrusive, but I just think it's going to bother me after a while. Hmm. A little bit like the um, the whole Metal Gear Solid Five scanning dudes. Oh yeah, got really annoying after a while. The Soviet soldier. like yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> well, when I was, way. it was like like s- soldiers scanned or something when you you, you oh, looked yeah. at them through the binoculars and it would always say something.
0: Mm, yeah, they're for those. I got,
1: I got really. They always said I always tuned that out completely. That right. when I was playing it. So yeah. Um, talking about things I probably should have tuned out eventually Um, I think the Void Bastards barks the enemy barks it's like there's just not quite enough of them and they sort of try and because they're all like trying to be British comedic like after a while like you've heard them all and so like the, the the next time you come across a a Jew, a juvie who's like, surprise butt <laughs> face it's like it's no longer that interesting. It's just something they say, and it's um. I wouldn't say it gets hugely annoying, but it's just a bit weird. Mm. Like what? Or like why? Why do all of the scribes constantly refer to someone called Barbara? Mm. <laughs> good one, Barbara. Um, bar, 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 bar. and this is kind of a a good bad. Good stroke, bad one. In that, um, I recently played a bit of Demon's Tilt because it's a pinball game and it came out on Game Pass. <laughs> um, not a particularly brilliant game, but I kinda of kind of appreciate the direction they're going with their audio design and that they tried to make it all kind of <laughs> a bit all FM synthy, old pinball table y, like the original Black Knight table level sound, right? Um, like terrible voice clips that don't <laughs> quite work and. <laughs> Or sound muffled and horrible, but this is where, where the problems start because everything is in this aesthetic, and that it's a very busy pinball game hmm. there's a whole lot going on and a whole lot n- not very much structure to it, and so like there's no real there's no real cohesion behind it all it all just sounds like it's just <laughs> it's like a mega drive having a bit of a fit with itself, and it's um yeah. it it's it becomes a bit grating on the on on the ears after a while. Um. yeah so there's that but I don't think any of them are quite as annoying as your I think the tinkity tinkity tink is, is going to get really annoying real quickly
2: yeah it was a bit extreme
1: we have a winner the <laughs> <laughs> Autonauts tinky tink no, no Forager Forager tinky tink oh,
2: oh, oh Forager has automation. I didn't realise that was that's kind of the whole point of the game. Oh, okay, so it's not really automation. Automation. It's like you buy a building that just does one thing. You don't. Uh, so there's no linkage, really. Okay. <laughs> not, not defining robot routes. And... No.
1: The forager tankity tank. It's not funny, but that's kind of the point. <laughs> this is the bad guy. I suppose. Um, I I wouldn't. I'm. I don't think it would win. And, and but it is quite annoying that like. Um, because it's just it's technically bad as opposed to bad design right and that bloodstained running on my xbox had quite a lot of audio skipping problems hmm. and you know like it almost always happened like when a shard came out that you haven't had before and it sort of felt like it the whole game paused for a brief moment while it loaded the sequence of a shard going into you uh and you know just sort of causing audio skips oh I've no i've got a good one from bloodstained actually the um woman that does that gives you the kill stuff quests and you have to um uh, <laughs> every time you speak to her to so I see if like, like the like the conversation that you oh, okay, all of the voice work in bloodstained is pretty bad like across the board, even the david Hayer stuff um which is a shame, but the um when you speak to the woman with the questions, like um, she always says, uh, "Your character will always think got any monsters for me?" And, the, and like, then that's not the bad bit. The bad bit is when you then exit that mem that menu, you then have to listen to the to the woman go, "Kill those monsters dead!" <laughs> and it's like it's funny like the first time, but like every time you leave the menu, she's like really enthusiastic, and, like "Kill those monsters
2: dead!" And it's like that actually gets pretty annoying.
1: Probably not as annoying as I think it. No, so.
2: that doesn't sound that annoying, really.
1: I don't know, it's just like, it's because it's, it's bad, right? It's like one of those bad, not English, English accents. Oh, right, okay. Like someone trying to do an English accent, but failing. Not as bad as, as the shopkeeper, like the, 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 the girl who eventually becomes the shopkeeper in that game, who's like trying to be Cockney. <laughs> what would you like to buy? <laughs> what would you like to sell? Thank you.
2: It sounds like a, just a throwback to Resident Evil. <laughs> <laughs> kind of
1: it's it's like an American doing an English impression <laughs> everyone's Paul Van Dyke right not Paul Van Dyke <laughs> <laughs> Dick Van Dyke <clears throat> okay yeah so we'll stick to the guns I just thought I'd bring those up mm. Tinkety Tinks from Forager worst audio thing uh, let's do some best looking games what'd you like the look of this year what made an impression on your eyeballs hmm from that, hmm,
2: I'm saying probably not a lot. Was it Was it not a technical showpiece year? Well, it wasn't a technical showpiece year. There might have been some ones that... Was, was there an aesthetic I mean, I quality suppose, that I you sp- really enjoyed? I mean, I guess, for, in my situation, it's hard to say, but I think Dirt Rally... Two probably looked pretty good, except I can't tell on my system because my system is too old to run it. It, it looked pretty good considering how far I had to turn it down on my system, but right, that, right. <laughs> that doesn't really tell you much about how good it actually looks. Well,
1: for scalability points, yeah.
2: well, that, I think that counts. And not technical, but more like aesthetic, I guess, you know, case of Hyrule looked pretty cool for a pixel art game, the sort of mashup of, of Zelda and. Crypt of the, to the dancer. dancer,
1: Yeah, if, if, it, it did look, it, I do like its style quite a bit, but I think it, like, in an odd way, I think it almost borrowed too heavily from Crypt in some ways. Like, I know that's kind of its thing, but I think I'd quite like to, if they had a sort of not tried to factor crypt into it and try and mix the worlds and actually just been like hey here's a different take on zelda i don't know there's... yeah but
2: i don't think they could have i don't think they really could have done any more to take from zelda <laughs> it's no, like, maybe they pretty much just stole that tile set directly
1: yeah and literally yeah cadence of hyrule in general i think is a game that that could have benefited from them actually going a little more wild than they did
2: yeah maybe
1: it's like a decent foundation for something that perhaps could have, should have been well, expanded upon. I mean,
2: that's not even talking about the graphics. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> might well but the, that might the, the, the whole the, game. The whole
1: game is that, like through and through. And I, I, yeah, I think that that extends to the graphics. Like, I think it's like they could have gone, they could have gone fancier in their low pixel way, kind of way. Maybe. Yeah, it's a step up from Crypt's presentation for sure.
2: Well, I don't know. I like, I like. Incredibly low-res pixel art.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't mean it has to be bad. Pixel art, pixel art's great. I love pixel art. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's a flourish to it. Like, I don't know, it's a bad, bad comparison. But like something like Owlboy, right? That, right. That that neo, almost neo Geo era pixel art man. It's like, oh, stuff is so. Uh, Death Stranding looks pretty good. from the yeah. couple of hours I played of it,
0: I agree. Uh, the landscapes look really, they do look cool, really pretty, even though they don't look like America at all. But no, doesn't seem to be a problem. No,
1: like, I don't understand. No, I don't get that. Why? It, and it's it's it, well, yeah, thematically it seems pretty obsessed with America, which is odd. And yet, you <laughs> seem to be traversing Iceland. Yeah. yeah.
2: Get ready to find out that that's actually a spoiler. And it's like it's well, not, it's in not America. America all along. No. Yeah, <laughs> but
1: then, Maybe. but then, half the characters were supposedly alive in old America, so it's like, is <laughs> it, is it, is a tricky one. Mm. Like, how did they end up where they are? Oh, I suppose it's a Kojima game. Anything could bloody happen. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it's cool looking. Yeah, and it's and it. So far, the tone has been nothing but bleak, okay. and the visuals carry that. Yeah, it's a bleak. Kind um, of thing. I think they, I mean, yeah, it has some, it's hanging on its thematic crutches a little heavily, but that's, again, that's a Kojima, twi- Kojima trait. What um,
0: engine is Death
1: uh, It's Decima, uh, which is the oh, same yeah, engine yeah, they yeah. use for, um, for Horizon Zero Dawn. Horizon,
0: yeah. Yeah, they've done good work with that engine, I reckon.
1: Yeah. It's a shame it's got, it has got frame pacing issues. Uh, everything seems to. Um, and that it's not, you know, for some for a game targeting 30 frames per second, it's not. 100 percent smoothly keeping that. Which I is is distracting. Um doesn't mean like an an individual still looks fantastic, but sometimes things in motions look slight slightly less fantastic. And I think it's actually like it's mostly okay during actual gameplay. It seems mm. like the cutscenes suffer most.
3: Mm.
1: Uh, that's a pretty good looking game with Del Toro. <laughs> There's a lot of actually the hair in that in that is is actually some of the most impressive stuff. I think some of the hair animation looks really quite quite good. Hmm. Um, the detail on Norman Reedus's beard. Gotta love that beard tech. Uh, Gears, from a technical standpoint, I think you have to you have to mention Gears Five this year because that hmm. is a hell of a PC port for both, like not just for good looking, but that thing runs. It's a speedy ass, like. it's unreal engine Mm -hmm. but it's like it's 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 super well implemented and and runs incredibly well like you know my you could consider a 1080 mildly aging now i suppose in terms of tech it's been around for a while but i could max that thing out um admittedly i was running it at 1080 and not 4k or anything fancy like that but i could max it out and got a perfectly stable 60 fps out of it Mm. um never had an issue with it at all um and it's yeah. So some of the some of the so the texture detail is amazing in places, like you know super crisp. Like I had to download the extra texture pack for it, mm-hmm. or whatever, which, which is an option in the game. It's like you don't need this, but if you want it, <laughs> it's like so I did it. Textures. Yeah, and it, and it re- and didn't impact my performance at all. So that's great. And it's just like, oh, the way some of the lights like you know the suits have always had those lights on them and things yeah. like that. It's like the quality of that light seems to even just that little detail is much improved. The facial animation seems like it's gone through a major step up um and just how expressive they can be with that stuff this is this is not to say that the gear story was good, yeah, but it's like the way it was presented was really very nice indeed, yeah, just just the raw visual style and quality really very good um but of course the iconic look if we're going for stylishness and word style in general goose game it's got a style
0: yeah a goose game looks great i don't know if it serves best looking game but it i mean it's very you know, it sticks to it perfectly. And I don't really understand how a, like, Australian studio managed to do that. Strange, English, strange, isn't it? Yeah, it's English so... country village. They it's... must have been half, half of them must have been from England. <laughs> yeah, ex-pats. I don't know, expats or something. Yeah, I reckon. Um, complete down to, like, the menus having, like, the street sign. Yeah, yeah, British right font signs. and everything. I don't know, like, yeah. I
1: like Australian street signs like that at all. Ooh, is magic, I don't think so.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's great looking, but is it? The best aesthetically? Probably no, yeah, didn't.
1: I know what you mean. It sort of nails its style and the yeah. uh,
0: they it kinda of goes along with everything else though, the audio and it and the just everything. I don't know if the visual aspect of it is particularly the most interesting part. Yeah, not interesting, but mm. I don't know, standout part.
1: Yeah, it yeah. just all goes together. Yeah, it, it works as a as an aesthetic for that game. And it's like, you know, I don't know, just the just the look of the goose on its on its oh, own. Oh yeah. Is, is is you know kind of the iconic part of it it does that thing that i don't like i'm not a huge fan of like visual styles where everyone's noses are red do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. that thing they do where like every, i mean they're they're flat faces so they 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 if they they're wanted to show like the it. nose they wanted that they had to darken it in some way yeah because the flat aesthetic but i don't really like i'm not sure i'm a big fan of that art style where mm. everyone for some reason has a redder nose than the rest of them and they use that to highlight everything um if I, if I was to have a complaint, that's just a that's just me. No right? fair. And a, I agreed. Yeah, a personal aesthetic thing. Uh, yeah. You got any shouts, Ziggle? What about Luigi's Mansion Three? Mm. I mean, it's a nice. pretty good looking torchlight.
2: Yeah, the lighting is pretty decent for a Switch game as well. Oh, it's, sure. it's, it's pulling some. But that's decent... what Nintendo does. Yeah, it's like they make shit work. <laughs> <laughs> so I suppose that's true. Yeah. I'm gonna said it's like necessarily super impressive or anything, but like. It's th- but that's the thing, as like that's why you say that, that's what Nintendo do. You expect it,
1: they, yeah. They make it work relevant, and you know that in combination with it's like the Luigi's Mansion game with a decent physics engine.
2: <laughs> well, I think we probably said it several times on the podcast, but I don't think having a decent physics engine is a thing that you should be celebrated for any longer. <laughs> <laughs> you just import Havoc, and there you go. <laughs> Even what, though it's high time that everyone stopped Important Havoc and made their own fucking physics engine, but you know.
1: I guess it was mildly surprising that it had one, right, given the the sort of... I, 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 I mean,
2: think, the, the older games kind of had physics, just not, no, like, it's, it's a, sort of, not like everything had physics.
1: No, that's, that's what I mean. It's like, I don't know, Nintendo, I, I feel like, always having... I think they're renowned for having the very precisely defined, polished experience, right? And in a way, throwing physics into it.
2: Yeah, but it's not like the physics are like really things you interact with much. It's just like it's physics that just causes things to fly into your vacuum. <laughs> I suppose. Or, just, or yeah. tumble around the room. It's not really like you're playing a physics game where you're like shuffling crates around or anything. Right, I guess. It's just, just a visual fun
1: <laughs> yeah. thing.
2: Yeah, I suppose you're right. Not
1: actually, yeah. Not actually a gameplay affecting thing, but a nice visual flair. Flair. <laughs> uh, Alright, that will be the category. What's everyone's thoughts then? Hmm. Is it a Death Stranding, even though I've only really looked at it for a bit? Nice and crisp on a, four, on a 4K screen. I think. Technically, I think Gears is a more impressive feat, Mm, but just because of what they've managed to. Or, as Digital Foundry put it, it's one of the best PC ports of a game they've ever seen. Yeah, sure, but
0: like, yeah, I guess the aesthetics are rooted in Gears' history. Previous Gears, yeah. yeah. If
1: you the aesthetic, like, and even then, you could argue that the the aesthetic of Gears has changed somewhat for this new series, and it's like, and I'm not as much of a fan of their. New direction. New direction, yeah, um yeah. From a, from an art direction standpoint, it's like there were. Oh, so it's, it's a frustrating thing about Gears Five. There were hints of it. That opening act, I thought was actually pretty strong,
3: mm.
1: and was like, "Yes, this is Gears. This is what I like about Gears. You've you've gone back to it. Fantastic. Cheers for that." And then they move. And away. then they moved away from it into their open worldy stuff, and which was a nice. I mean, it's nice to see from a, like a variation standpoint. You know, the icy area. I don't think they've done snowy areas before in no. Gears, so and it was a good-looking snowy area for sure. Um, and the 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 red sanded desert of the third area is kind of striking, but mm-hmm. it's uh yeah, in a weird way, it's like it, 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 those those sections are so long. Like the the icy section and the red sandy section are they make up like more than half the game mm. on their own. Because they're they're massive, yeah, they make up the majority of it, and it's just uh, I think I got quite, you know, kind of bored of the red sand aesthetic, especially after a while. It's like they outstayed their welcomes a little bit, right? I see. Um, Which is not something I really have a huge problem with in the first trilogy. Mm. Like even if the even if the first game is entirely brown, destroyed buildings, (laughs) so somehow it still works. I don't know. It's hard to describe.
2: I feel like in the first game, you weren't really looking at the scenery that much, though. It was more about the actual gameplay. Yeah, you were
1: just doing the thing. But then I, you know, I went back and played Gears Ultimate
2: Edition not that
1: long ago, right? And still wasn't really an issue. Yeah, maybe the gameplay is just so good that you don't care. Yeah, like,
2: yeah, weird one. I don't think we ever Specific... I don't. <laughs> I mean, we only played Gears in co-op, like one time. Like the whole thing, I guess. Mm. I don't think we ever really stopped to, to look at the series specifically, except for when we when you first go into the caves oh, you, with all the juice. Oh, all that <laughs> juice! But that's like that's built into that scene. Is like that's your moment to stop and look at that.
4: All <laughs> oh, that
2: juice. Well, and the moments where it's like, "Push Y now to see thing." Sure, but that's those weren't even that great. So I mean, other oh, helicopter, I guess, or
1: something. was zooming on a building being destroyed. Or hell, oh, hey, the enemies are coming from here.
2: Sure, but that's like more helpful than it is like look mm. at the cool stuff.
3: Look <laughs> oh, that juice.
1: Uh yeah, so what are we thinking? Somewhere between gears and death then, I guess. And that's more technical, but I'm not sure I have a real aesthetic winner this year. Particularly. I don't know. Ca- probably... ca- cadence is up there, but I don't know if it's high enough. No. I
0: like um, the death standing aesthetic, to be fair. So that's like a combination. Mm. So
1: I would probably go for that. Yeah, I, guess, I suppose you're right. That's a, that's a good, fairly decent argument. It appeals to me. That The, the two together work. Yeah. Um, Even if it's not as good technically as it is. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd, I want to put a little, a minor shout here for Devil May Cry 5. Mm. Because it had... But only because it, it's not going to win. Mm. <laughs> not, because it had hints. It's one of those games that, again, hinted in the right direction. Mm. Like it, it, the 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 opening city aesthetic, which is again also kind of weirdly British London-y sort of feel to it. It's the year of the accidental London. Um. <laughs>
2: Not way <that's> accidental,
1: <laughs> uh, and 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 the way it combines with like the way the action plays out and stuff like that, and so, some of the looks to their cutscenes and the opening cutscene, like the in, the credit sequence that's redded in engine is so stylish and so well done mm. um, and that will come up in best moment actually because I think it is really really good um, that it's just a bit frustrating that they then fall back on the on hey we're going to go back to this the Klypov environment for like half the game and it's just like rock it's like grey rock pathways and isn't really very interesting at all and it's like oh man you were onto something and then you ballsed it right up Ugh, and your characters actually look really good. <laughs> you know the the style of the of the, the you know the design of the characters. I think is is getting better, but Ugh. no, not there. Uh, so death stranding then. Well, let's go with that. Yeah, have...
3: mm-hmm.
0: happy cycle. Not that it's a good game <laughs> necessarily.
1: I don't know. Yeah, we'll find
0: out. I don't know. I'm not Stay tuned to the Salacast to find out.
1: Death stranding. I've seen I've seen Mads Mickelson's face like twice. Yeah. It's a good rendition of his face. Yeah. <laughs> Not convinced by Fragile's performance yet. Uh the best ongoing game slash update. Which I think has a has a few contenders. Uh Smash Bros. DLC. Because it's been high-quality stuff, honestly.
2: And they've announced even more!
1: Never stop!
2: They've announced the second season. They didn't announce the second season. They just announced that there's going to be more.
1: Well, everyone's assuming it's like it's another pass. I
2: think the way they phrased it kind of implied that it wasn't going to be. It was going to be individual ones.
1: No, that would suck. Because it's like they always charge too much for their individuals, historically.
2: Yeah, it's only like five quid more over the pass of these these first set. Mm, Assuming that they don't suddenly ramp up the prices for the individual characters,
1: just give me a pass. I'm in.
2: Well, yes, it's nicer to just buy a
1: pass. Yeah, I'm unequivocally in. You're like Nintendo does decent work with its DLC. In fairness, yeah, it's like across across the it, it was too expensive in the Wii U version. Yeah, of Smash Brothers by a long shot, but generally speaking, Nintendo do a really decent job of DLC and their pricing. Like the America Eight DLC, hell of a bargain, mm. really for for what you got in it. And I mean, yes, now you get all that stuff in America Eight Deluxe anyway, but
2: but it's old. so That's why. <laughs>
1: <laughs> at the at the time, it was absolutely fine, and even the even the Splatoon expansion, I think, was that was a that was basically the entire single player. Like again, yeah, it was it was big enough. Um so they've got a good history of DLC and it's 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 really good to see that they're carrying that on with Smash. All of those characters are great. Grand, yes. They all seem very well designed and played. Uh, I I'm actually really quite a big fan of Terry, especially. I think he plays brilliantly.
2: It's slightly easier to handle than the Street Fighter ones. Yeah. I think that's the The
1: Street Fighter bit. ones are quite awkward. Um
2: it's just because he has like marginally fewer options. Like the Street Fighter, like they have like three goddamn different strengths of punch, and then like, mm. you have the command inputs as well on top of that. It's just like, that's a bit much. Two strengths of command input and not like messing with any of the other attacks. That's a fine. Mm.
1: <laughs> and, and the sheer lengths they went to to capture Joker's style. Yeah. I think, in a weird way, Banjo actually
2: feels like the weakest of the lot. Well, like, like we said, he's like, he's the most generic. Smash Brothers character, but he's actually like the most Smash Brothers character in like moves. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like a generic character, which is t- po- totally fine and appropriate for him.
1: <laughs> he doesn't a- need
2: to do anything particularly fancy.
1: Even though the gun stance is weird, I suppose, and how that app works. Sure, but um, I mean, that's not
2: that different from some other mm. characters' things that they do.
1: Yeah, that's it's not massively difficult from Mega Man, who's just weird in that sense as well. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh yeah so smash which, like damn damn decent support damn decent of you Um we've got to talk about Rocket League because they're forever supporting it the rocket passes i think have continued to be decent <sighs> Oh yeah but the, I the, know. the last two four and five have been pretty decent Sure
2: right? but i don't think that really is like something to be particularly something Well yeah i uh, mean it's all, it's all f- that Rocket League can do really but like
1: <laughs> especially in the face of the blueprint stuff which i don't think has gone particularly
2: well Sure It's like i in a world where everyone didn't hate weirdly shaped arenas, Rocket League support could have been a lot cooler, but yeah. everyone hates weirdly shaped arenas.
1: <laughs> yeah, I do
2: miss old Tokyo. <laughs> yeah, I know. Every time I see even just Wasteland, when I've gone back into a replay that's on old Wasteland, where it was sloped, I was like, oh yeah, I remember how weird this was. <laughs> wasteland aerial. Yeah, Wasteland aerials. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Man, I, I would, I would. yeah, I wish those were in road Because they're not,
2: they are technically in rotation in, like, in Rumble. Oh, in Rumble. So right. if you're playing Rumble, those will come up. Uh, I wish there was, like, a... Um...
1: I suppose Rumble is ranked now, isn't it? Yes. But... <laughs> Only ranked, in fact. Yeah. It's like that there were... Well, I mean, that, that that was, like, now that they've got the, like, arena preference list.
2: Yeah, which became totally pointless as soon as they got rid of all the weird arenas that ranked. Yeah. <laughs> that, that perhaps, like, that, that could have
1: Been part of that somehow.
2: I mean, you know, or
1: you could just have a pure modifier to be like, I'm playing in the pure playlists.
2: Yeah, but they had that. It was called Rocket Labs. Mm. That was where all the weird maps were, but no one played it, so they didn't really help. (laughs) What if they made Rocket Labs ranked? They were too weird in some respects. I don't know. All of those were playable. Yeah, none of them were like the double goal one, I think was
1: the most annoying.
2: Yeah, kind of. I guess. I mean, some of them were worse than others, but, you know, they all function.
1: But anyway, yeah. Was that stuff all removed this year, anyway? Mm, Or did that happen? That might have been
2: late last year when they actually took out labs.
1: Yeah. And they haven't been quite so strange with their game mode. I mean, they've added, like, the special modes that are fleeting, but they haven't been... There hasn't been, like, proper modes Yeah, they're just, like...
2: They're just like sl- like stripped down versions of Rumble, basically. Generally, based yeah. on one or two of the power ups, with some
1: of the modifiers thrown in. Yeah, I you know, it's, it's it's I still want that random mode, right? The, the ultra random mode, mm. where it's like, here, here's here's a normal Rocket League game. I'm going to play it on any map. Because that's what you—that's not what you, not with rumble rules, but just have all the weird ball modifiers. Yeah, I mean like, that's randomised. what
2: what you originally did. As soon as they introduced the modifiers, was you set up a random modifier game because yeah. you could do that. And it was like, oh, now the ball's pinball and tiny, and now the ball's huge and inflating. Uh, <laughs> it's man, like if, that was cool for like that one-off thing, but no one's ever going to actually do that. unless uh, it's just, it really properly be, constructed
1: playlist. Yeah, yeah really, they should just do that. Just just do exactly what we just said, and put that in a playlist and nothing else, and I'm happy, right? They're weird, like... But no one will play it. <laughs> well, there's enough people still playing Snow Day, right? And Barely. I can still get into a game, it's fine. And elevate Chaos to a first-class citizen. 4, 4v4. Yeah, well, I, want, I want 4v4 I don't to be a proper, proper I don't think
2: e- Chaos was ever not a first-class citizen. It's just like that was not... Then people... You know, getting four people together to play a game is more difficult than getting three people. But yeah, so therefore, less people played it, and therefore, less people that were not in groups were willing to go into there and play it as well. It's more difficult for sure. But I like, mean, sure, it it's, doesn't it's, have a ranked play. This, I guess,
1: that's the thing. I just want a ranked play. like, just just upgrade it. It's not. It's not a second class <laughs> citizen. Who plays
2: one on one, honestly. Yeah, exactly. Well, too many people is the an answer to that. Uh, Not good. No, but I mean, with one on one, it is arguably like different just because it's one on one. It's like it's a completely different game at that point, which Mm. is good to have, even if we don't care about it. I guess, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, all of that,
1: then we're kind of bitching about old things there, but like, I'm not sure that. Rocket Pass on its own is enough to elevate it. No,
2: it's just like it's kind of generic. Yeah, It's continued support, but it's hella generic, continued support. And it still hasn't
1: quite done the things we want it to do with its general structure. Hmm. And like, you know, I want my profile everywhere, yo. (laughs) So I can play it on console, or have it on the sweet, and not have to worry about it. Sweet. Sweet. Uh, Shout out to Jess Shapes and Beats, who relatively recently put out the Cross Shovel Knight uh, Weirdly, update and four remixed tracks from shovel knight and they're actually all pretty good in fairness like the king of cards one actually or the, the you know the the king knight level mm. is possibly the best i feel um, like
2: that like
1: and i love the um that the, the, the sort of the the graveyard level music i think that's just actually most of the shovel knight music is fantastic
2: sure. so like these remixes are even better <laughs> but i feel like that might be on the same not quite as bad on the same scale as the rocket league thing where it's lost, like they could have done better like one update to that game quite a long time after release is great but like th- that game could have gone a lot further
1: oh yeah <laughs> i
2: mean there's there's quite a lot of content in it sure well and ha- most of it takes forever to unlock unless you're playing it with yeah. four players <laughs> yeah if you're just playing through the game you play a lot of content and that's not even all of it but like you know i mean i guess it did get a, quite a significant modding scene like there's a lot of yeah, There's some there's
1: some wor- there's some workshop stuff that I might want to investigate how that works at some point but then that, I'm probably not earning the points I want for, to actually unlock the rest well, of the stuff well you might do maybe yeah I don't Depends know how it's built don't know how that works but anyway, I thought it was a cool little update yeah mm, it, it, it pulled me back in I thought I was out I you were never was
2: out in. all you need is rhythm games <laughs>
1: yeah yeah tis the season for short little bursts of things Mm and just shapes and beats definitely fills that gap for me at the moment and I went back into aero as well for exactly the same reason (laughs) (laughs) aero you got any more for any more decent updates this year
2: well not like super decent ones I mean I guess like most of the things that I mentioned where at the start where it's like are those actually out and not early access Pretty mm. much any early access game is like usually decent support, but that's not really the same thing. That's like actually finishing the game rather than yeah. <laughs> supporting it.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I suppose. That's, that's a slightly tricky. I don't think I, Yeah, you're probably right. That probably doesn't count here. They can still be decent with their community, I guess. Yeah.
2: Like, Austin Not Included was great on its run-up to actual release, but it was just, like, finishing the game. Mm. Particularly that last patch, the re- I guess the release patch, where they put in, the, like, the whole new biomes and changed to how the Asteroids generate and all that stuff. It's like, that oh, it was great, but, you know, that was just finishing the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I suppose you're right.
3: I suppose.
1: Uh, I'm not played too much of the major apex updates since they because I can't really comment on those. Hmm. Like the um uh I did the you know the last I played it really was when Octane was relatively new. So like uh, pretty early on and it's like well that's not true actually. I have played it a bit after that when they introduced Edison, is it the electric character? Can't remember her name. Hmm. Um I've been playing during that but I haven't played during the more the more recent character updates or the new weird objective updates. Mode things, hmm. all the holiday stuff. Um, I don't think they do a huge amount very often, but but they have they have been doing stuff. And there's a new map coming and things like that, but they hmm. haven't actually landed yet. Suppose we should talk about that Fortnite 2.0 thing because they continue to be weird.
2: Yeah, but uh... mm, yeah, I guess. Well. Mm-hmm. I think the 2.0 thing was a major thing, but then you've got just the the generic updates. We're all just in the pass again. Same mm. situation as Rocket League. It's just generic models.
1: But they've like kind of murdered the whole map, right? Sure, uh, sort uh, of.
2: Again, it's just like they did the one big thing. But like continuing support, arguably you could say all they've been doing is just making money. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't really been working on the game that much. Was oh, that Star Wars event supposedly? Sure. Game again, just a skin though. Crazy cross just marketing. Some skins on it. Well, no, because they, they did oh. that live. Oh, no, they did. Yeah, they put a video in the game that you yeah. could watch. <laughs> you had to watch it live. Yes, live trailers. Oh. That was that was odd. I bet that was an absolute nightmare for like the lawyers because you know <laughs> a million people were streaming that. Mm. <laughs> Literally anyone playing Fortnite in the streaming. It's like, yeah, what yeah, is yeah, that but, legal situation? Oh, it's just a
1: horrible mess. But that's probably they're probably totally okay with that.
2: Are and they though? It's Disney we're talking about here. <laughs> that's,
1: that's, that's almost entirely the point. This is a marketing campaign, and it's like, sure, it's an advert. For, Fortnite is a huge platform, but not only that, is it's hugely streamed. So it's like, but if you imagine, if you want to, if you want to market directly to all of your Fortnite players and the ones that aren't currently playing and
2: probably watching. But if you imagine the same situation of say someone on YouTube making a analysis video of a trailer, talking over the footage of a trailer. Oh, right. Yeah, you have got like all kinds of copyright uh, situations that could go wrong there. Yeah, I wonder if, how that works when you're live streaming. Like, is it does that happen? Well, I mean, this, I, because this is such a slightly weird thing, that was probably what the lawyers were <laughs> going to be working on in the background. I'm sure. <laughs> Mm -hmm. so smash I guess
3: smash
1: smash super smash
2: can't wait to find out what the last character is which presumably is going to happen in a January direct because that's literally the last chance that they have to do it before February which they said was the deadline Mm. so presumably sometime in January there's going to be a direct and we're going to find out what the last character is and hopefully the rumours are half not true and half true (laughs) because one of those characters I don't like as much and one I what are the what are the rumors? The rumors were Doom Guy, Doom Guy, which I <laughs> I would explicitly prefer Master Chief if we're going to have a generic space marine guy. Yeah, yeah
1: Master Chief is a bit more, like arguably more iconic at this point than Doom Guy.
2: Oh, definitely. And then the other rumor is still Gino because you know that's that's just the one that everyone is continuing to want forever.
1: And he's not actually in the game in any form yet. He's other than only a spirit. spirit yeah. yeah. Okay, it's a smash, smashy smash smash. Yep, smashes its way into our best ongoing game category winning position. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, two more categories to go before the major one. Come on, best moment? What single sequence in a video game this year? Feel like Goose Game is just
0: made of moments, little moments, but it's moments. (laughs) What what, what Goose Game? Yeah, like getting on TV, shit like that. (laughs) Yeah, I suppose. Like the 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 individual like tasks are a lot of them are little moments Mm. in and of themselves. But which which one? Oh yeah, Yeah, how to pick a moment? Which is the one that? I mean, obviously dramatic ending and stuff, but that's not necessarily the best. There's some good moments. I like the bit where you have to like put on a little performance for the people in the
1: park. Yeah, that was quite surprising. That's quite nice. Like, just uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> not everyone hates you. Not for that brief moment. Yeah. <laughs> anytime, anytime the goose signs went up, like, those kind of, like... <laughs> that's the end of every level. Yeah, the yeah. end of every. Well, when you're at, when you're at the last. Yeah. Query, isn't it? Or yeah, something it like was, that. It's like, yeah, yeah, they yeah, start doing something with a no goose sign. Because they away. all just have those to hand.
0: Yeah, they're all ready with their no-go signs. <laughs> moments.
1: Mm.
0: Have you got any good ones from Outer Worlds or something? I did. See, Outer Worlds is a tricky no, one because,
1: yeah. like, it, a lot of its moments are just dialogue sequences, mm. and it's oddly—I don't say a huge amount of those <laughs> super stand out. I mean, like the ones that stand out to me are the things that probably weren't intended, mm. like. um when I managed to make all of Byzantium hate me, so I was shoot on sight mm. um, level with them. and uh, But I had to do a, a side mission that involved walking into a shop that had two guards in it. So the only way I could really finish that side mission was to cheese it. And like the doors would open, and I would have to run in and talk to the person before the fight broke out. <laughs> so, right, like, yeah, so there's yeah, yeah. quite enough time for their aggro meters right. to fill. That's so that's I'd that's charge that. in there and talk to the person and have this nice, friendly conversation about making an outfit, uh, and then, and then as soon as that that finished, run back out of the store and hope my and 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 hope they didn't aggro quite enough to start the fight. Because mm. if a fight started in that store, the shop owner would join in, and you can just straight up and your your your, your comrades would quite easily just straight up murder. Which would end the, which botched the uh, side mission. Mm. So I had to cheese a lot of that, which was quite funny. But then the way that mission goes, mild spoiler alert, I suppose here, is that there's a point where the shop owner is dead, and it's out of your control. It just sort of happens. Mm. Um, and then the guards in there are in, and like investigating the scene. And then oddly, because that's happening, they're not shoot on sight at that point. You mm. can go in and sort of have a look around and be all like, oh, what's going on? Okay, that's a. It's kind of funny, and then you'll have a conversation with the guards to end that sequence. And as soon as that sequence ended, they all turned into shoot on sight mode again. <laughs> so it's just like, oh god, what's going on? Straight in. It was just like, yeah, the scripting wasn't quite was, like the whole, the whole situation wasn't quite right. But I remember it because it was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound like a that but okay, yeah, could be. It, it was really stupid trying to try to work my way around it. Uh, I don't know, I'm not sure, yeah, as I say, I'm not sure it's like, because of it, because of the way the the options and choices you can make in that game, like, none of them are really like, I don't know if anything really has a huge impact, it's like it's, it's not quite clever enough, or not quite bold enough, because it can't be because of the choices. Mm. It's, a, it's own structure hamstrings it a little bit, or has, for some reason. Mm. Um... Uh, Unless you want to say leveling up every time Okay. Mm. <laughs> best audio thing. I yeah. suppose uh, the conversation you have with the um, spaces choice shop owner is pretty good, and that you because he's basically forced to wear a helmet the entire time, like of, of, of a smiley moon, mm. and the conversation you have with him and how it degrades into a like a psychoanalysis of his of, of his well being yeah. <laughs> is 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 pretty funny. That's quite well done, and if you bring certain other characters to come and talk to him, they will, they some of them will mess with him in a specific way. <laughs> it's quite okay. It's not—it's not, it's not bad. He lives in
3: that helmet now.
1: It's a part of him. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, as I said earlier, the opening opening title sequence from DMC Five is really very cool. Mm-hmm. It has that Devil Trigger song playing in the background mm-hmm. whilst you're slow-motion diving around a crashing but not crashing Winnebago. <laughs> Winnebago? Yeah, like shooting demons out of the air while various signposts fly by that have the credits on them. It's super stylish. Sure. And very well done. Um, and I think it would also be a bit mad not to mention and you saw this, Zach. The Michael Jackson dance sequence.
2: Sure, I think that joke's kind of overdone, isn't it? I mean, it's, yeah. it's
1: a DMC mainstay, right? They have to have one stupid sequence in every game. And I kind of wish there were more of them, right? That there was just... I don't know. I don't think it's overdone. i quite like to see them done more often in every game rather than just the once. Like, what was it? It was the opera sequence in DMC4 that was pretty funny. And then you've got the MJ dance with the glittery red hat in this one.
2: You know, I'm not even. I don't even mean overdone. Just in the context of Demon I mean, like in, in all the games ever. I think that kind of joke is quite overdone. <laughs> I
1: mean, it even it even had a pyrotechnics, and the, like one of the other characters actually acknowledges it <laughs> that it happened. It's not just like thrown away. It's just like, oh, this is a stupid little thing there. And no, the rest of them were like, woo, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, not acknowledging it is still the joke as well, though. I guess. <laughs> It's like, oh, well, that's just Dante. Yeah, this this happens. <laughs> uh, Cole, train, <laughs> specifically, Cole, of the train. <laughs> Is he at home on the rails? It, it, he, I mean, he wasn't. There was no rails involved in Gears Five, so there was no mention of uh, the train action particularly. But he did ride something. <laughs> he he rode a explosive laden motorbike into the mouth of a swarmac. And which was just kind of fun, because, you know, you've got to get your train action somewhere. I think he gets swallowed at one point in the game
2: as well and somehow comes out alive. Well, I mean, there's that whole sequence in that Gears game where you're inside a thing, right? Well,
1: in Gears 2, yeah, you're inside, <laughs> you're inside the giant worm for a while. not unusual for that <laughs> so, yeah, It's not unusual for Gears to get swallowed by things and come out the other end. I mean, it was a terrible fight leading up to that moment, but it ended quite nicely. In fact,
2: I was probably one of the worst fights in the game, actually. Should, should, there's, a, there's a couple of bad moments in Gears 4. Coltrane didn't like, you know, doing an American football pass of an explosive into something or something. <laughs> <But> come on! Is <laughs> that kind, character train a bit there.
1: They kind of, like, dropped his old thrash ball the no, thrashball. ball I don't think, has been mentioned at all in Gears 4 and 5.
2: Disappointing.
1: Because he's not one of the main characters anymore. He's, well, just, yeah. he's just sort of there.
2: But, what, like, wouldn't that be his thing to talk about still, though? Because that's how generic Gold's character actually is. Uh, <laughs> like good? I was a flashball star. That's like his main character trait, right?
1: How good would it be if they then, if they now remastered two and three again?
2: So... I think. I don't think you need to ask that question. I think it's inevitably going to happen.
1: We must be overdue for the Halo Three Anniversary Edition, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let them continue to fix Master Chief for a while, because <laughs> they're never going to stop. Apparently. Fix it forever. <laughs>
1: Come on, Disney, uh, Disney I was about to call it Disney Infinity. Um Halo Infinite better be good.
2: <laughs> Halo Infinity.
1: Halo Disney Infinity. They're kinda
2: of pinning
0: that whole console on that game, so it better be good.
1: Well, and Hellblade 2. Yeah. But those are the two mm. games we've seen for Series X. Hellblade 2. Mm. Best surprise, Hellblade 2. I
2: would say they're pinning that the system to that game specifically, really.
1: Just, I mean, there's only two games they've shown sure
2: but it's like that's not a big deal like in the same way as a Halo game
1: is there's probably going to be a Forza game announced next well, year well sure 4X as well <laughs> is it going to be Forza 8 or oh, Horizon 4 though. Horizon 5 even oh gosh it was, it was suddenly 5, just I be know. MSR 3 oh my god <laughs> can, you, can you imagine if, yeah MSR there wasn't an MSR 3 that's what I mean there wasn't an MSR 2. There was? No, because it was Project Gotham. No, yeah, there wasn't. Project Gotham.
2: No, And were... then PGR made it to 4. Oh, yeah, that's right. They changed before 2 and then started the numbering sequence, which yeah. then disappeared again and became <laughs> Yeah, M-
1: M- <laughs> MSR was the one on the Dreamcast, and then they got bought by, or hired by Microsoft to make a and they changed it. Project Gotham. Which was clearly MSR 2. Basically, yeah. 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 Uh, and then they did 4 of those. Um yeah,
0: I liked Project Gotham Racing. It was a good
1: um, Project Gotham's good. Even the fourth good. one was pretty good. Yeah. You know, it's like it was. It's it's kind of one of those like also ran games at the time. It flew under the radar for most people, but PGR four was pretty good. That's a game for me that I looked at, at the time I thought looked absolutely amazing. Oh, when PGR three came out, it was a yeah. game changer. Yeah, and it was now the first I time I seen, footage, and I'm like, oh, yeesh! It's the first time I'd seen properly implemented motion blur. Yeah, in a game like you know, not just the stupid like we're just going to blend a couple of the previous frames together. It was uh, properly done. I mean, it wasn't 100% done, like cars and stuff didn't blur properly. But the the landscape did a pretty decent job. Yeah, it was kind of transformative. That was like a huge, that was a technology jump for me. And then Gears came out, and that was the next jump. And then then we haven't really jumped since.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It was kind of a low bar, wasn't it? From Gears to now, you haven't had any spectacular technology. technology not it's, been at it's, least one.
1: It's not been as spectacular. You're probably right. It's not been as spectacular
2: as those those sorts of moments. We're we're beyond those now. I mean, I would have said, because R-T of the games on. I played, but, <laughs> like, you know, maybe the Battlefield 3 was pretty amazing. Uh, I mean, time.
1: yeah, I guess the early Frostbite stuff, and you look at it and go, ooh.
2: Shame they had to disable the train deformation.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Levolution. Doesn't
1: count. <laughs> uh, any more moments? Any more moments? For any more? I don't moments.
2: think I played any games that had like enough like story or, or like even the not even story, but just like moments. I don't think I played games like that this year. Yeah. <laughs>
1: no, no, Luigi's Mansion moments. No.
2: no, it's like you know, it's just Luigi's Mansion. It's kind of exactly how you expect it to go and it's just doing its thing. No off-the-rails sort
1: of, like, surprises.
2: <laughs> well, I still haven't finished it, so I guess there's still some chance for weirder, weirder things to happen.
1: It's not really something that happens a lot in indie stuff, I suppose. It's like they set their rules and then they don't often stray in super surprising ways. No. It's like Breath of the Wild and Mario World Odyssey have probably got the closest to that at
2: times. Yeah, comes a little bit. mm
1: but it's not really a Nintendo trait.
2: And Luigi's Mansion just feels so, like, every floor is so, like, separated and you practically start over when you enter a floor. I mean, because they are separated. It really doesn't feel like there's any... Those floors could have been in any order, essentially. Mm, there's right. no connective story or anything between it's the a, it's, floors, it's just, really. It's, it's just the next level. Yeah.
1: Oh, outside of the first few, you mean? Like the first few do try. Well, sure,
2: like... they they have, a little, and you know, certain floors have the toads and the princess and whatever you know, the people you're trying to rescue mm-hmm. that are kind of important to the part of that floor. Mm. Like when you rescue a toad and you're like, take him back to the elevator, but actually don't take him back to the elevator. Use him to break all this glass <laughs> mm. because toads don't mind being sucked up by a vacuum and shot into plate glass a lot. <laughs>
1: I mean, Peach just holds one up as a defense mechanism. (laughs) Yep. So, you know. Toads. They're indestructible, really.
2: Apparently. (laughs) That's
1: the thing we've been missing from the science of this world. Mushroom tech. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm sort of looking at the list and thinking it's not a huge amount of goodness. I mean, it's a Castlevania-y sort of trait, but, you know, I thought, I can't really call it a moment per se, but there are parts of Bloodstain that are quite clever in how it organises itself, and like the tricks you have to do in order to progress. Oh, hey, I I understand the trick here, because you telegraphed it like ten hours ago. Yeah, I think that probably is a
2: bit of a generic Castle Baby thing. Yeah. Like, it's been done quite a lot, I expect.
1: But it was... Surprisingly better than I thought I would have given the... Yeah, it's not a moment. Hmm. That's the whole thing's a moment then. Uh, Yeah, alright. So we're a somewhat limited list then.
3: Any thoughts?
2: (laughs) I mean, these were pretty much all yours. I didn't didn't play anything. And then Dad had Goose Game, which is constructed of moments, but maybe not any one in particular stands out.
0: Yeah, well, then we picked one. Sure. I don't know. Did we pick one? <laughs> yeah, we picked the one. We <laughs> Did we have the like conversation a like, ago? Oh, the performing in the pub. In the pub. <laughs> I quite like when you're on TV. That one's a good one. Yeah, it's quite funny. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a lot. Rake in the lake. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's, not a, that's not a moment. Rake uh, in the lake. Yeah. When you get... Oh, no, spoilers. Okay. Sort of i mean being spoiled. Game, I, yeah. I just mean when you get to the end and it's a miniature village. That's quite yeah, cool. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the
1: mini the model village uh, is exactly the village. Yeah, it's like, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. I like that game.
0: But then I'm putting that up for everything. <laughs> best looking, <Yeah. laughs> most moments. I mean, yeah. most most moments. best audio thing. It's game <laughs> of the year. <laughs> it's a very, it's a well constructed little thing. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I don't know what you want for a
1: moment. Uh, but that would be mine. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm sure there were moments where I'd. I think there were definitely moments in it where I'd had, a, had a more of a snigger or a sort of little laugh to myself more than those, though, but I can't really remember what yeah. they were.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. Can't. Huh. Uh,
3: uh,
1: now I've got goose in my head. I can't get... get go away, goose. You know, you have to make them buy the back of their own stuff from the shop. That's quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's quite mean. That's that's, 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 that's more meat as about as mean as it gets. <laughs> yeah, I think it was quite. It was quite satisfying when, when you discover the um some of the also um list. Mm. Oh yeah, like yeah you, yeah Before yeah. you Extra got stuff, yeah. Um, like so, I I had a suspicion about the football. Yeah, when you eventually find the little mm. goal in the back garden, and it's just like. That's probably something to do yeah. with that, isn't it? To is. so then kick this ball for friggin' miles. Well, that reminds <laughs> me of
2: this is like this isn't even a category. The like most disappointing moment is that is that happens in Luigi's Mansion, where you go into a room. And there's like a golf bag on the on the on the side, and there's like one of those little miniature puffing green things. Oh right, yeah. And there's like a bunch of if you break the golf bag, like a bunch of golf balls go out, and there's some scattered around anyway. So you're like, well, fuck, I'm going to shove that golf ball into the hole using the vacuum, obviously. But then nothing happens. Nah. <laughs> I'm like, what? You know, even because it even has in-game achievements that are for like doing specific things, and that's not one of them. I'm like, what? Yeah, you missed a trick. You missed a trick. <laughs> How is that possible? That is, that is really odd. And it's not even easy to do because, like, the little green thing has, like, a slope. So you have to, like, come at it at a really specific angle <laughs> and with the vacuum, which is, like, not even a very easy thing to direct. Maybe
1: it's too, maybe it's too hardcore for a Nintendo game. <laughs> <laughs> Real disappointing. I don't know, man. I don't know which of these I prefer. They're all good. MJ Hat does? <laughs> No, that seems yeah. to It's Thank actually you. the only other one to have seen it, and it's like attracted ire, so it can't be that.
2: <laughs> Not that ire, it's like generic ire.
1: It's a very serious moment as well. All, all of a sudden, hat dance.
2: Well, I mean, that's when you do it. You got to <laughs> counteract the seriousness. <laughs> Suddenly, uh,
1: I do think the opening titles of the NC5 are very good. Right, but they might be too generically. Like, I don't know, I feel like, De- well, like, like...
2: That's like a joke they've done before as well. I mean,
1: it's it's not a joke that they've done before. It's a joke that DMC did. Yeah, yeah
2: that's what I meant. But
1: not, but not Devil May Cry. I
2: think... Didn't one of, the other ones, one of the other actual Devil May Crys have a similar thing?
1: It wasn't really... And it's not really done in a jokey fashion here. Sure. It's just done as a style thing. Like the slow motion shot of, like, while all this battle is going on, and the and the Winnebago is flipping. In the meantime, the um the mechanic lady is flipping, is is, is cigarette is flying slowly through the air, and she's sort of just reaching out to grab it while everything else is going on. With a mouth, of course, no hands involved. Mm. It's just like all it's, it's just those all these little things happening all at once, sort of sequence. It's like everything's so casual in that game. It's like, it's kind of like almost the perfect intro in a way. It's like, here's what you're getting into. Yeah. Here's the tone.
3: Set that tone. Uh,
1: This is hard.
2: (laughs) But it's so irrelevant. Doesn't matter.
1: Fine, fine. Whatever then. Uh, tie between gooses and open titles because i can't make up my mind okay good <laughs> pretty much the entire goose game then <laughs> best moment every moment in goose day
0: yeah the whole game <laughs> best moment
1: okay uh best music the final subcategory and the nominees are quite a lot of entrants for this one uh apex legends because i think they their sort of their hype music before around is pretty good um chains of hyrule of course yep uh, DMC5, because I actually think so, a lot of its music is pretty decent. Um, the rest of the game might not be, but it's it's got some wild music choices. Um, Outer Worlds, primarily for its main orchestral theme. I'm not a huge fan of most of the soundtrack. I think it's often far too ambient, in kind of a nothing sort of way, not even interesting sort of way, like the Breath of the Wild style ambience or anything like that. It's just kind of there. They have some, like, guitar-y bits that are, are a little bit like space western esque hmm. that are okay, but uh, generally it's it's about that main theme. Uh Tetris ninety nine simply because that's a damn fine remix of the Tetris theme. <laughs> um And Untitled Goose Game and for, Goose Game for every for, category. <laughs> yeah, for its um. Okay, so uh, yeah, let's talk about the, that one. Interesting dynamic. Yeah, the, the 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 way that that's done technically. Is actually really very I'm interesting. I'm not even sure how it's done, really, because guess... it's sort of they've clearly given it some like phrases to play, but it yeah. knows it, it knows how to vary between them really cleverly. It's really clever like you know stuff suddenly starts happening and it will take what well, it might not be playing anything for most of that game but then when no. you get near things it's like it might play the odd note from a thing and then mm-hmm. speed it up as it gets more sinister or make it louder as it gets more sinister and then or well, when you're being chased it will go into a bit of a sequence dan 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 yeah and then when the sequence is over it will have a little dan like a, a little, final note yeah. to it or a final phrase to Anani it, and, to it and, then... and it all fits together and it's and the areas have different ones of these. And yep. it's, so I reckon they must've had like, have like a virtual piano, like instrument actually in the game. Like probably. Yeah. Is, and it's, and it's, it's dynamically, Sounds good as well. dynamically playing in. A nice um, sounding instrument. Yeah. Probably expensive. And it's, uh, <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, I mean, if it's not, then fair play, they've they masked it really well, but it's, it's, it's like a silent movie guy is sat yeah. next to it. Watching yeah. The, watching the whole time. Exactly. And, uh, and and playing along, entitled Goose Game for every category. <laughs> I don't think it's won one yet. Uh, no, <laughs> it hasn't won anything I'm, I'm not
0: I'm not that insane. a
1: billion <laughs> nominations, but
0: well, right, it, it can't win everything because it's got to win Game of the Year. So yeah. <laughs> right, anyway, it's a uh, yeah.
1: And I think, the, it, I I think it's track. I think it's I think it's really clever. And like and like, like Noam did come in and was like very confused by it and be like what's with the weird incidental piano? Like, it's just like, it, she didn't quite, of course. It, it, like, oh, yeah. she was watching it, it wasn't quite, it seems odd in the way it's playing. It's like, what's with it? It's like, it's just playing the odd note every now and then, like, you her out around. It's like, I don't get it. Yeah. So, so from, a, from a musician's point of view, it came out as weird. I guess, yeah. I mean, it's more dynamic. It's kind of,
0: I don't know, I like the Breath of the Wild thing, but it's playing those little st- stems or whatever at certain mm. times. Whereas this is like fully dynamic, it seems, like mm. in a in a much more, I don't know, like individual notes kind of way.
1: It's yeah, great. I don't know quite, I don't know how it's doing what it's doing. But it's, it's pretty cool. It's smart and it works. It fits the tone. I think maybe it got a little tiresome that the entire thing is just a piano in a weird yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is nothing else, but it's a small game. Yeah, yeah. And it's the the atmosphere is it's kind not, of like
0: it's not like you have to listen to it for hours.
1: No. Uh, yeah. You got any you got any input on any of these? You got any additions?
2: No, I mean, Case of Hyrule was the one of my list, I guess. It's,
1: it's uh, a <laughs> It's so one of those things that, like, again, Cadence Survival suffers from the problem that that game is too short. Like, I, I would say it's too short.
2: Probably.
1: Like, a, a titled goose game is short, but I think I don't know how much more they would have done with it. Whereas Cadence, I think I could like, they, they could have done more with it, and therefore could have gone on a bit.
2: Yeah, I think like the overworld's probably fine, but the dungeons were like too generic. Where it's just like you get those two floors, and it's just randomly generated. Mm. And also because it was because those were so short, you didn't really have time to adapt to the enemies at all. Right, yeah. Just like these new new enemies that only appear in this dungeon, and you're only going to see them for like 10 minutes, and then you're gone. <laughs> yeah, and then you don't get that same mechanic again. But yeah, the music was just like, I mean, the main problem with it... It's typical Danny B, right? Well, yeah, it's very obviously. But like the main problem with it was not, is like, it's technically a problem with the music, but it's not because of the music. It's because of the game. It's just like everything is the same rhythm, and we talked mm. about that at the time. It's like it's to make the game easier. They did that because then you can just keep a co- consistent rhythm through the whole game, and as you move between areas, you don't have to readapt or anything. Mm. But like, it's just not as cool if it doesn't change rhythm. <laughs> yeah, I think
1: they could have. There should have. There should have been more variation in that soundtrack in general. Like in style, and then yeah, in speed and in tempo, because it has cause it has gameplay ramifications that would have been interesting, and like would have could have you could have had a super hard dungeon somewhere that's just like, yeah, happy hardcore <laughs> Zelda, <laughs> you know, hmm. maybe a more subdued, dead stiff area, I don't know.
2: Yeah, and you know they didn't even take the opportunity to well i guess they kind of did in one of the bosses because in Necrodancer the music even factors into the bosses because in cadence you have the glockenspiel one where it it does beat 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 attack mm. so like that kind of links into the music but like if you, when you go into necrodancer, you've got the um what's it the conga line boss where the where there's specifically a pause in the beat that you have to not move on because it's a conga oh wow okay <laughs> And so that mechanic is actually kind of cool, in that boss fight hmm. But they didn't even do anything like that, really. Is that like you're the move after
1: kind of thing in that in that crypt? So it's like it moves, and if you're moving, it, it's fine. If when it doesn't move and you're moving, it's
2: still fine. But you've got to not move the next turn, or have you literally got to follow it exactly? No, is- you just have to like you have to not. There's you know how it has the beat bar that goes along the, the little lines. Hmm. There's just a gap. In oh really? line. Huh. So you have to follow the the Congo the- River. The- 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 the <laughs> the like the little pause in between, huh. which what, again is like you don't really have enough time to adapt to that in that boss fight. Yeah, you're, you're you're not going in there immediately. And like oh shit, I have to suddenly do this thing
1: because it's yeah one of those. It's like it doesn't it's not, it doesn't telegraph it. It just happens.
2: Yeah, but you know it's kind of cool for a feature of the music and impacting mm. the gameplay.
1: And I haven't really done much in the way of updates to it, as they? like it's been it's been like radio silence since it came out.
2: No, I don't think they're really going to do anything. Yeah, which is, which is a slight shame. I mean, there is stuff in that game that I that we haven't seen. I guess I think, but the trouble is, it's like secret stuff. It's mm. like maybe too secret stuff though. <laughs> like, there's I'm pretty sure I saw this in like a thumbnail of a video, but like, there's an out of bounds glitch that is that's like intentional. <laughs> like you can go out of bounds, but there is actually still something out there, <laughs> huh. and it re- realizes that you did it. <laughs> huh. That's quite cool. And I think there's maybe I'm not actually sure about this, but I think there's maybe another secret character other than the one that I already got. The, mm. the obvious, the one that's not really a secret, but is just a sort of bit really right. convenient. Yeah, yeah. I think there might actually be an actual secret character, but I'm not entirely sure about that.
3: Mm. Intriguing.
1: <laughs> it's a good game. Yes,
3: it's fun, it's the fun the to just blitz
1: gri- through like in op for an evening.
3: Yes,
1: even though co-op is oddly confusing at times. Not, nearly no, as, not as confusing as, as Crypt. crypt.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and I don't think anything else I played had interesting music.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't say it's been a standout year for original soundtracks particularly. Again. I mean I've listened
2: I've... to a lot of game soundtracks this year, but they're all old ones. Yeah. Like that's been my thing of recently is just like and you know, maybe this is gonna go away soon with the way YouTube's getting up on their copyrights and all that stuff, but like just sticking on, you know, Surviving Mars' soundtrack or into the breach soundtrack while I'm doing completely not those games, but it's just like I like those soundtracks. Mm just play this entire two-hour video with, which is just for music.
1: <laughs> I would say, like, I, I don't know if this, again, strictly counts, but Death Stranding's, like, the bits of licensed soundtrack I've heard so far are quite fitting. Mm. Um, but I, I don't know if they were written for the game, but I think some stuff in that soundtrack was actually made for the game. Like, I think Church's is track that's in yeah, yeah, was yeah, that was actually made make, for yeah. the game. But I don't know if the stuff by Low Raw, for instance, was... Because they're the only two tracks I've heard so far, and they're both low raw tracks, and it's like I don't quite know if they've they were made for it, but they they do fit incredibly very well with that atmosphere. Like is it, because it just it picks a nice moment, like it's like you're coming into a new <laughs> <coughs> and you sneeze, <laughs> exactly and you, sneeze. Like you have an allergic reaction to the fact of the fauna. in the air. no flora, other way. Well, I probably it might be fauna actually in that yeah, universe. Eva, yeah. you
2: can still be allergic.
1: Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's sort of. There's a section like fairly early on where the, the camera zoom just comes back from Sam Porter Bridges for a while, <laughs> uh, and like, put it does that stupid thing where it puts the credit of the music on the screen. Like, I don't know that mm. you, you, you must have seen that in all of its things, like the credits, yeah, the yeah. song, and it keeps it there for the entire length of the yeah. song, yeah. and the camera length is zoomed out for that entire time while you're just taking in this fairly easy bit of terrain while you're walking to but whilst there's this nice vista in the that you're heading towards with a bit of music playing that's quite nice and and fitting and it's like i think that works surprisingly well um it's really quite yeah it's it's quite it's it's quite well i suppose in terms of moments (laughs) i could have mentioned that one it's not bad uh but I'm sure Death Stranding will have plenty of weirder and weirder moments that I'm, <laughs> I'm sure I st- just haven't got to. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, I thought it was quite enough. I don't know if it's a, can, be, can be a candidate because of the odd nature of soundtracks. It's like well, if we're counting, we've had this conversation before. It's like do we count licensed soundtracks? I think we normally side on yes if it's like if it works for yeah. the moment rather than just like a radio.
2: Well, you haven't seen enough of it yet either, but really. No, that might be the only two tracks in the game. For you know,
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I know it's. I, I know from other people talking about it, its music is used fairly rarely. So I might be being spoiled at the start of this game. Yeah, like, yeah. uh, yeah, I do like going back to do May Cry" a little bit. There, it's like I do like the fact that they were. It's and i think kippers has expressed this before as well and that it's somewhat unusual some of the time for a triple a title to stray away from the orchestral side right because like almost every AAA a game like will prefer to have like a big orchest orchestral piece or mm. you know you look you think about your skyrims and your uh, mm. uh, to a certain extent Anthem, from even anthem, uh, uh or mm. Uh, God of War, you know, there's like yeah. these, these big rounding gears. Even gears does that as well. It's like it's all, it's all or Halo,
2: all extra yeah, focused stuff. And- I mean,
1: Halo strays outside that a little bit from time to time, but where uh, it, it, I don't know. I think it's almost increasingly rare that like a, a, a game of that scale will decide to stray out into something wildly different. So the sort of rocky approach. Um, DMC. That, that oh, DMC devil. takes is is feels pretty refreshing as a result, um, mm. and I don't think Devil Trigger is a particularly badly made song, which is surprising. <laughs> it's uh, I think yeah I actually think it's quite good. It's quite catchy, um, and uh, Dante has his own theme as well that's not too bad, and V has his own theme that's really weird but also kind of fits his sort of emo aesthetic and the. I think yeah, I think I think it's worth the music in DMC Five is generally well done and not doesn't fit the usual mold. Um, I was quite uh, quite happy when you know, the only other example I can really think of off the top of my head is like okay Splatoon, but you know <laughs> it fits that game. But like uh, the the the, last, the Ninja Theory DMC game, mm. where they went to Noisia to do the entire soundtrack, and it's like and it's really distinct and really stands out as a result. I mean, I think there should be more risks taken with game soundtracks. Mm. Um so I I'm I'm yeah, you don't have to just ape Hollywood. No. Or Marvel movies. Or... Exactly. So I'm I I respect amc 5 for what it did there. It's like I'm not convinced it's the best overall soundtrack. It's like outside of those the, the, the you know, its moments. It's like I don't know. I couldn't couldn't tell you a lot. It'll remind you of a lot of it. It's like it's it's drifted out of my brain. But it's uh, it was it was nice that it was different, for sure. Um, bring on that new bayonetta. You know, I'll have a oh yeah. If you want a different soundtrack, that's kind of where it goes, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Thoughts, thoughts on the winner. Where did we side to all of this? What? I think the most positive discussion was actually Untitled Goose Game.
2: <laughs> I guess. Although there's like that's a well, weird not, situation because it's, it's not really not, a soundtrack exactly. and it's not really
1: an OST because it's
2: based yeah, You on, can't
0: play it. It's best music, isn't it? Not
2: best. best it is best
1: music. Yeah. <laughs> best. Best music or best. best yeah.
2: it's like. You always want to go back and put that in audio thing instead.
1: Uh, I guess it's not though. It's a it it is the music yeah. element specifically, it's music. Uh, and it's ongoing rather than a thing. I mean, the honk is a, is definitely an audio thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's it's interesting because it's not even an OST, right? It's based on. Mm. Um,
0: oh, you probably can, it says it in the credits. It's like it's yeah.
1: someone's variations in, on piano, mm. so it's like it's a it's a bit of cla- it's a classical work that's least, been yeah. work that's been modified into the game, and it's um. Uh, but it's presented in 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 such a a clever way that's kind of integral to the experience. One might argue. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so I think for technical prowess and fitting nature... Goose Game clinches a category! Well, I don't think we (laughs) have enough of a negative against it. Okay, cool. Like, compared to the others. Everything, everything else has a flaw.
2: Adaptive soundtracks are still cool. Adaptive yeah, soundtracks are definitely
1: cool. cool. They will continue to be cool, especially for, you know, especially me. I like. You know, I get, I'm going to say that as a, as a dude who works in
2: music, <laughs> occasionally, put you out of the job. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Computers can write music now.
2: <laughs>
1: took her germs. T-
3: took her
1: <laughs> Game of the Year time. All games are up.
0: Who's actually up, though? Yeah. <laughs> who,
2: who, who, who was? Immediately there that down significantly.
1: Yeah, okay, weighed in.
2: Well, I, I think out of the games I care about, or I've played, I think, <laughs> I guess, the only one that I care about in terms of potential game of the year would be Oxygen Not Included, just because it's, it's, you know, really solid and a good management strategy game thing.
0: Sounds pretty Good. But you guys
2: don't care about it, of course, <laughs> because it's, no, a, it's, it's exactly my kind of game and not your kind of game, and that's the problem. But if it's a, so, you if know, one factory eventually good. comes out, there's <laughs> going to be the same situation there.
0: If you, if it's, you know, if it's a, re- if it's that good
1: as that game, then it's definitely worthy. It's definitely up there. If it's, yeah. Uh, you got. If as you make, make you so. got to make a case for it. It's like, like, like yeah. anything. We, we might not be in it, but you know, strong enough
2: case will win. Yeah, I mean, it's like. They've tried to simulate a lot of stuff and it doesn't always work, but that's the nature of trying to simulate a lot of stuff. It's just like it becomes a nightmare and murders your CPU quite quickly. Looking
1: at you, SimCity.
2: Or Dwarf Fortress. (laughs) I don't want any ties this year, by the way. No
0: copping out with Smash Brothers and God of War. Bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right.
1: (laughs) We'll figure this out.
2: But yeah, I mean.
1: Oh, well, it depends. Do we have the classic uh, combination of like, it's a multiplayer game? No, yeah, a multiplayer yeah. yeah, yeah. No, Apex Legends. <laughs> We're not out of it. I don't think we have any multiplayer games in this contention. Apex
2: this is do.
1: okay. No, it? Apex sure. is very good. I'm not sure it's in my running, but it, is, it is a very What's good What's in your running group? I mean, Apex is worth mentioning because it's in the small category, well, for me, the category of one. In that this is all battle royale games, I'll actually play.
2: <laughs> well, that's not necessarily true. I mean, you probably might play one of the other ones. You just haven't. I just like.
1: I haven't. Found... You don't have
2: the impetus to go out and deliberately play them, and therefore, this well, one was the best of the ones I've, you did play. Yeah, in fairness, <laughs>
1: I've played a fairly limited set. That's 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 fair to say. But like, I put it against like two of the biggies. Right, I played Fortnite for a bit. I really didn't gel with it. Um, I played uh, Blackout for a bit as part of Call of Duty last year. I really didn't gel with it because it has so much downtime followed by a sudden death that I found it zero fun. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the The forced squad nature, I think, of Apex is actually what sets it apart. Like, like, even if you're not playing, like, as a full squad, even if you're playing solo, there's something about the fact that it forces you into working as a team, and and in the way that it does with the hero-like abilities of the of the of the characters, um, forcing you to pick a decent combination. Uh, and then just the way the guns play and the the design of that map, it's and the the speed of it because it's faster than most, um. Battle royales, and you're more likely to get into encounters more often. And the easiness by which they make that inventory management, the ease of that is actually huge. Mm. I think they keep it. They keep it simple enough that you really kind of just don't have to worry about. If you find something better than what you've got, you'll pick it up and equip it. Nice. Uh, It's easy. Done. You don't. You don't have to worry about it. And then if you find stuff that's rubbish later on, it'll go. No, you've got something better. What are you talking about? Mm. Um. Why would you want this <laughs> kind mm. of thing? Mm. You can manually get rid of your stuff and replace it if you want, I think. But there's just a bit; it just the game won't let you, so you can so you can be fast about that whole process of scavenging, which mm. I think is like like in Blackout. I had a bit of a problem with honestly. It was like, okay, I need this thing. I need to reorganize this. Then like what? Like what is all this? I've got too much stuff. Keep it simple, uh, and and Apex does a fantastic job at that, whilst keeping that tight gunplay of Titanfall. It's and it was a massive surprise and it's great you know there's something to be said for that like it came out of nowhere with, with a, huge, a fairly big risk factor of not having any marketing I suppose behind it at all it comes out and just because it's respawn it did well <laughs> pretty much it, it did all this off its own back it's great something to be commended for sure I need to check in with it see if it's still great <laughs> <laughs> That's <is the> <laughs> okay. That is the problem because it's like it's like the 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 games like this are Apex is not one of the fastest moving of these sorts of games for sure. Mm. Fortnite kind of rules the roost there. And it's not even the fastest like in other free to play other free to play games have definitely been making more moves than um than you know and they make moves faster than Apex does. But they have made moves and they have made changes and they've added stuff and they were adding stuff while I was playing. Um mm. New guns, new abilities, new new things for guns, new uh, stuff like that. So it's like I bet when I go into it, I'm going to find it pretty fresh and pretty cool. I hope, unless it's not too radically different.
3: <laughs> unless
1: they haven't turned it into Super Monday Night Combat instead of Monday Night Combat. <laughs> you
3: know?
1: uh, but yeah, it was a it's a fun time experience. It's it's something I can play with Kippers quite happily. Although this is also the year that I kind of enjoyed CS:GO again.
2: I think you say that every year, though you just don't realise that uh, there's always a period, there's always a point, at some point where you have one <laughs> good session and you're like, "Yeah, I'd like CSGO. And the, the last
1: last few sessions I've had of CS:GO have been quite positive. <laughs> right. Maybe maybe Kippers isn't quite so angry, and you know? then maybe that makes me feel better about yes, the whole thing. I think that's probably yeah.
2: also might be true. <laughs> Sorry, Kipps. The same with Rocket League. Yeah. On a good night, it's good.
1: On a, on a yeah, on a, when we all stay positive. Things go well. Generally, we play better when we're positive as well, I think. <laughs> Got to keep that PMA, yo. P A. Was it Chris Akabusi that said that? I can't remember. Who was the, who was the positive, positive mental attitude guy? Was that Chris Akabusi back in the day? Or was Good it Linford Christie or Mr. Motivator? I can't remember.
2: Any <laughs> <laughs> of those. Right castle. That
1: sort of, that sort of era, anyway. Uh yeah so we, we that's that's the that's the apex pitch but I'm I'm not sure it's my top of the year. What's well, your contender? <laughs> and then again the more I've said the more I say think about it it's like I don't know what would actually like beat it out like in a weird way because none of them like are super standing out to me this year. Like I really enjoy, I did really enjoy my time with Bloodstained. Like I don't think it's a a hugely well crafted like you know, in terms of the technical side of Bloodstain is a bit messy. If I was probably playing it on PC it probably would I probably wouldn't have noticed any of this, but playing it on Xbox it had it had problems. Yeah. Um the sort of, apparently the Switch version was quite the mess at launch. Like in terms of performance and like loading between screens was noticeably longer. Hmm. And things like that. It's like it's it's it. It has that feel of a rushed project about it in terms of the coding, hmm. um. But it's quite it's quite nice to play. Like the the combat feels nice, and you, it's got plenty of options in terms of how you engage with the combat. So you can find a style that you like. Um, I ended up sort of picking the the mostly average route of like a medium range sword that's like got decent, you know, average attack power to speed to To reach range uh, ratio, but there yeah. are there are weapons that have long reach but are very slow, or like super powerful ones that take an age to. do so you have to time all your hits. But the controls are tight enough. to mean, you could probably pull all that stuff off if you wanted to. Um, and you know, a decent magic system to accompany it with. Again, loads and loads and loads of options there with what powers you might want to use. Mm. Um, uh, and and a few decent surprises in the castle design and things like that. I actually. I think the game is well constructed. Um, but I haven't got any, like, previous of other Castlevania games of this type, this sort of Symphony of the Night era, the Igarashi era Castlevania games, to really uh, fall back on to compare against.
2: Symphony might be a far better game, as far as I know. But how do you feel about, but, like, comparing it to the other half of Metroidvania, like in Super Metroid? It's a very difficult... Uh, you see...
1: It's one of those things where it, like, I I only think those similarities are... I think they're only a little skin deep, really. It's like the world structure
2: yeah, is the same. Yeah,
1: the but but the feel of Bloodsamed is so far removed from a Metroid. Like, the way you control Samus doesn't feel anything like how you well, control... But
2: Samus is, like, explicitly weird anyway, and, yeah. like even compared to any of those other games.
1: I mean, and, and even if you were to take a game like Ori or something, which sort of fits that mould as well... Hmm um you know wildly controls wildly different but the same world structure exists mm. um lesser extent in ori honestly but uh, uh I, I think i think they are i think they do i can see where the comparison exists but i do think they should be separated like in some ways it's like i, I haven't played enough of the 2d Metroids to make a well, cuz there's not many of them <laughs> i suppose um to make a huge comparison you know i've really played a super metroid and yeah i loved it
2: um I mean that is the important one, I guess. Yeah.
1: But uh in in a in a weird way I'm glad that Super Metroid was the length it was, whereas Bloodstained is a lot longer. And I think it hel- I think it works for its runtime and I played it a little bit more after the runtime to get some secrets hmm. and stuff like that. It it held it did the rare thing with me in that it held me for that little bit more after I'd finished it. Like I hit the hit the actual game, not the not the stupid end, which you get pretty quickly. <laughs> But I got I got to the full end of it and was still wanting to come back and be like, yeah, but I know I haven't done everything. I know there's some rooms that I haven't found, but I, know I haven't. Uh, so I went back and did that stuff. Found the 8-bit dungeon. Which is kind of fun. You have to find Igar- Igarashi's portrait. <laughs> <laughs> He's in there somewhere. In a secret room. Uh... Yeah, it's 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 a well-constructed thing. I want to, I do want to go back and try the other Castlevanias now at some point, and the, the meaning to get around because it's Castlevania. It's not it's not one of the Igarashi era Castlevania games. It's one of the early ones, like the traditional style, more like a level-based thing. Mm. But like Castlevania IV is on the SNES Mini. I've never played that. So mm. I, I want, I do want to try that at some point. Uh, yeah, it, it it surprised me how 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 much I enjoyed that. I didn't think it was going to be my thing at all, but it turns out it is. And now we know. And now we know. Yeah, maybe I should go play others like um. Ah, uh, what was that one that got a... Axiom Verge? There we go. I was about to say. Well, what was that one that just got a sequel I think That might be and... more on the Metroid side. That though. is more on the Metroid side. Yeah, but there aren't that many games that actually ape Castlevania precisely in in. No. <laughs> in the way that it plays. There is a whip in there as well, because of course there is. Yeah, it's a, it's a yeah, it's a good it's a good ass game that could have that perhaps could have done with a slightly bigger budget or maybe more time. Yeah. But it already had a smeg ton of time. Was well, the pro- the,
2: it was slow time though. That's yeah, cool. <laughs> slow progress.
1: And they did that other game in the meantime. That little what was it? Curse of the Night, the little weird eight bit game. they yeah. kicked out before this came out. Yeah, Bloodstone was cool. Um government screen is obviously up there. I'll let Dan talk about that one in a bit. <laughs> no, um, I mean I don't know what more there is to say really about that. Yeah, it's
0: it's uh I, I mean I just it's on my that that scale of scope versus perfection. It's way down on the small scope end with the hmm. perfection part. Um but it's like the gameplay isn't like anything particularly special. No, it's I not like it... the ultimate like small scope perfect game is Tetris, right? <laughs> uh,
1: of which Tetris 99 would yeah. be on my list for this year. <laughs> right. I mean, but it's kind of cheating. <laughs> yeah, it, is, it is kind of cheating because uh, yeah. it's Tetris again.
0: Whereas Un- Untitled Goose game is more about the. Uh, just to, I don't know. The moments, I guess. Yeah, yeah I think the presentation we're... and the fun. It's just a fun. Th- I like it, but it's not. I mean,
1: I think it... It, I think the fact that I'm putting it in game of the year speaks about this year really, rather yeah. than anything. I think, I think I'm with you there because I think it's like it's it's just about the right length yeah. as well. Yeah, it doesn't outstay its welcome. In the you know towards the end of the game, you are starting to think it's like okay, I could could do with another mechanic here. Perhaps. Yeah, yeah. And it's like and there isn't there really, isn't no. Um, but that's it. That's that's it. That's the game, mm. and that's fine. Or I was kind of hoping there'd be some control trick or something yeah, that, no. that I would have to use, and it would start telegraphing at me, like yeah, a little bit like it. the Samus super jump, right? Right. One of the coolest things, like, to to to, to figure out in a game. Yeah. Even now, it's, it's like it's a cool little moment. It's up there with the the Fez reading the text, <laughs> learning to read the text thing in terms of cool like discoveries well i mean yeah but,
2: like the witness stuff we talked about is <laughs> yeah like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah you can yeah. have those moments once and you know, occasionally but you can't have the same moments
1: exactly yeah and yeah. i don't think this had that which is like i was kind of hoping no. it would have like like some, I mean, some or at least just teach me something it's not what jeff gusman
0: would call a video game as video game is it <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> no no so it is more an experience yeah uh but it's a quite, quite impressed with like the sort of the accuracy of the the britishness of it like it's weird oh it's so, great, its it great. Way, you should its play way. it but yeah
0: game of the year <laughs> that's hilarious uh
1: yeah so it's just uh i don't know <clears throat> it's my game of the year yeah <laughs> and then did do the well it's so short that i did have to go back and do the also list yeah of course i didn't do all of it there's a no. couple of things i can't figure out how to do yeah, i smart. suppose that is the minor knock against it and that it can be A frustrate. Oh yeah. There are a couple of things on the the list where trying to figure out what it wanted me to do, yeah, to trigger that, yeah, was kind of not great. Like the one of the last ones I got was the garden, make the gardener wear his sun hat. Oh, because I didn't see the moment at which because it's hard to it's hard to know sometimes which you can actually get the thing, and Um. I got in fairness I got trolled by the game a little bit because Mm. in the credit sequence. There's an animation where he takes his hat off, oh, right, and just sort of has a bit of mop the brow moment. <laughs> and I was like, right, I need to figure out when I think that. There happens. is a bit when he does that, like in the garden, because I thought, like, like most things in yeah. that game, if he does that, then I can honk and he'll like drop fall over something. and drop it, or something, because that tends to be that how that yeah. mechanic works. I think it's he like, might have to get it out of no, his hand. I spent friggin' ages and he doesn't oh, do right. it. He never took it off his head. Oh. It's like it, it seems sure like so a credit it. only sequence thing. Oh, well, and I had yeah. equal, it like some... It's not the only way to do it though. Yeah. Oh right, no, because yeah, he did yeah. the bit with a trowel. That yeah, was yeah, that's yeah, the easiest the trail, one. Yeah. Oh. Um uh, but then also the like the um uh I don't know, the the, the, the Willy Hack old man in the pub. Mm-hmm. Like he he seemed too aware of me when I was trying to pull the stool out from under him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that was annoying. Especially when I needed to do the second version of that for a specific reason. It's like oh I knew knew what the trick was, but he seemed even more aware of me that second time. And it's like I can't. Okay, maybe I have to do something different now. And it's like, no, no, no. I just have to. For some reason, this will work sometimes, and sometimes it won't. It seems. It's like it's got these little. the leading the guy to get the bucket on the head. That was annoying yeah. as well. It's like it's just got these odd ones here and there. Yeah, and but they A little bit obtuse. It's true, but that—that's kind of. I mean, it's, it's it, bound it, to be. It, sad. It's the game. Don't exactly. get me wrong. It's like it's like, but it was. I mean, it's like okay, I thought that would work and it didn't. That's that's annoying kind of thing. And it's, and it's not then it becomes not obvious about okay, what do I actually do? Like how do I do this? Oh, yeah. uh, I've still got a couple of those. I don't know how to get thrown over the fence.
3: Oh, I don't remember that one.
0: That's one no, of the I've also
1: lists.
0: <laughs> Stealth. It's the most more Metal Gear than Death Stranding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Stealth Bell. Idle Goose Game.
0: Tactical mm. espionage action.
1: <laughs> yeah, dodging that guy reading the newspaper. Tactical goose action. <laughs> That's uh, enough about that game. Untitled goose game. It's the most iconic game of the year. I don't, right. think, I don't think you're going to look back at any, like, any other game this year and be like, oh, that no. was the game of that It was year. pretty well memed as well. It was well memed. Yeah. Uh, Untitled beaker game. That was a good moment. It great. <laughs> Untitled beaker game.
0: What's the actual contestant versus Oxygen not included?
1: Tetris 99. <laughs> really? I've played a lot of that game this year.
2: Not necessarily a qualified fruit. Not great. Right?
0: Not even as good as Tetris Effect. It's not as good as Tetris Effect, no. <laughs> and yet.
1: And, and its multiplayer mechanics are quite random. Um, game of the year. But it is a whole lot of fun. Because it's Tetris. Because <laughs> it's Tetris. But with, but with some added danger. Ning, 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 ning. It's like. It's, it's there's it's even
2: the... better versions of Tetris with danger that you could be playing.
1: Yeah, maybe. I don't know.
2: Can I play Battle Tetris? Battle
1: Tetris. Battle, battle what? Tetris Battle Guy Dead yep. I need a second player for that.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's the one advantage that having a Tetris that actually has online.
1: online. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, <coughs> I do have Puyo Puyo Tetris, but I've just never played it. So maybe this is what that's what I need. Mm, maybe some awkward combination of
2: Tetris and Puyo Puyo at the same time. Well. Not really at the same time for you, necessarily. You can just do one of them if you want.
1: It's been quite a um, couple years for me, because I don't think I ever quite realised how much I actually do really love Tetris, (laughs) except for the last couple years. Like, Tetris Effect and Tetris 99 have really, like, awoken it in me. It's like, before it was just kind of like, it's Tetris, what's the big deal? You know what I mean? Like, it felt, Mm. the mechanics seemed too simple Mm. for me to really, but they're not. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's like it's this... like chess or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's a, there's a real joy to it mm. that that has has awoken.
0: I can't believe it's going to be Tetris. That's no good. <laughs> Game of the Year, 1981. I'm, I'm not.
1: I'm not saying I'm convinced myself yeah. at this point. I honestly don't know. I'm. I'm not sure I have much of a um a horse in the race this year. i just. It's just not been a massive year for it. It's like.
0: Make a strong case, Egg. You're you're going to win if you're not. <laughs> Come on! What's so
2: great about? Maybe, maybe I don't even have to make that strong case. Mm. <laughs> well, I mean, what's so great about it is like, I mean, it is a Cly game of their Don't Starve esque thing they've been doing recently, and it's like that. They have a style that helps.
1: Was was it Cly that were behind like Shank and
2: Mark and the Nidger yeah. as well? Which is like that's that almost feels like they have like two separate divisions. Yeah, like they enough. have that division and then the like survival game division or something. But I, always for, I always forget what Oxygen Not Included actually looks like, though. It Looks quite a lot like Don't Starve. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> is <yeah>. the answer.
1: <laughs> it always takes me a little bit to actually get <laughs> acquainted with which one with which one
2: of these games it is because they do they do their like. I, art style i guess like mm. the, the, they have this the sort of hand-drawn the pen- pencil-y, sort yeah of. pencily it's not as pronounced in actually not included as it is in don't starve which is like <laughs> very hand-drawn looking mm. but yeah um like so they have their style and that's good and they have solid mechanics and the simulation is you know it's a thing you have to learn because it's not like a hundred percent realistic or anything. Like gases don't mix; they separate, but they don't mix. Mm. <laughs> but that you know, how would you functionally play a game where gases mixed? It would be way more complicated. So you know, there's mechanics to learn, and it's a decent progression to get through. Like the way you gradually, it has the sort of traditional survival thing of like at the start, it's about survival and then eventually you sort of overcome the survival problems like you don't have to you only have to worry about water right at the beginning and then it basically becomes irrelevant as you move later on but then i guess they sort of do still maybe balance to that where like they sort of bring stuff back to relevance much later like water is to- water's super important in the early game not for what you think, though, because oh. <laughs> it's not for drinking. Okay, <laughs> it's mostly for research, and not even for growing plants. Most of the plants don't even need water. But like, so you have that—you worry about how much water you have right at the beginning of the game, and then like once you get over that hump, you're like, okay, now water is always irrelevant. I'm just storing it in a big tank somewhere, and that's fine. But then towards the l- end of the game, you're like, okay, now I need more oxygen, for which I n- probably need to start breaking down water more, because that's the m- Biggest source of oxygen, really, and also then you need the hydrogen for rocket fuel in the late game rocket engines. So the water sort of comes back, and that's sort of the same situation with a lot of the things. Even like the farming the plants in the early game, you farm the shitty plants that only require dirt to grow because that's well easy. But then once you start getting into the late game, you're like, oh, I could actually grow these higher quality plants if i do the more complicated steps of like this plant needs chlorine to go grow so i have to pipe in chlorine to it and it like it needs an atmosphere that's at this certain temperature and then that i mean obviously you're going to run out of dirt at some point so you can't grow the shitty plants forever <laughs> so you kind of are forced into it a little bit but that's kind of the trick of the balance you use the shitty stuff in the early game when it's easy and then as you get more clever about it, you're like, oh, I can, I can manipulate these systems in more advanced ways. And then, of course, it has, like, the super advanced tier of, like, what you might almost start saying are, like, exploits, essentially. Where it's like, because it's a simulation, you can do some fancy stuff that is maybe not necessarily the intended way to play the game, but is still legit, I suppose. Like, how you can... Because you have airlock doors. And the way they work is when they close, <coughs> they turn into a solid tile, essentially, right. which displaces all the gas out of the space.
0: Yeah, pushes it out. Yeah. So
2: what you can do is just have like three doors in a line and have them close in sequence to move gas sideways. Push it, okay. But then, because if you're using a pump to like pump a, a gas into a vent and then have a vent that ex like puts the gas back out into a sealed environment. The vents have a limit on how high pressure they can be. You have the low pressure vent that can only go up to like mm. one atmosphere or whatever, and then the other, one, the second, the high pressure one can go up to twenty. But if you're using the doors to move the gas, the game doesn't care what the pressure is. Oh no! Nice. So you can literally just pressure the gas forever and put as much gas as you want into a into an enclosed room. Right. So it's good. like you can uh, sort of exploit the game physics mechanics to do thing, things like store huge amounts of gas in an mm. incredibly tiny space mm. in a way that's, that's sort of an exploit but kind of is not <laughs> that seem, does seem to be an exploit that feels like an exploit but it's, it, I mean it makes sense but I mean in a, infinite pressure well maybe not infinite but like you could theoretically pressurise a room by just closing a s- series of doors in a row yeah but <laughs> it just implies
0: yeah. the doors are so much longer yeah, than the vents you could buy
2: <laughs> yeah they're like very high pressure doors yeah. which I guess makes sense because they're designed to hold the vacuum out I
0: guess yeah
2: although arguably that's only that's like one only, atmosphere yeah one atmosphere yeah <laughs> well but yeah it's a very it's like a nicely complicated game but without like too much difficulty I would say. People will say it's difficult but it's like it's just just right it's just right and it's like a learn a thing you can learn relatively easily. I mean I think after the launch patch where they put in like more tutorials and like updated the in-game database slash wiki thing to actually you know have more information (laughs) in it it became slightly easier to actually understand what you were trying to do And understand where the, you know, what, understand what goes wrong when it does go wrong. (laughs) So, yeah, that's why I like that game. Mm. It's it's a solid thing. It feels like a decent set of the puzzles you have created. Yes. And, you know, I'm sure I'm going to say more or less exactly the same thing about Factorio when that eventually comes out. It's like sure. it's oh, well, it's well built. That's the important thing about it. The important thing, like if you compare it to maybe some of the other simulation games that i played this year, like Automation Empire, for example. If only like, Factorio had come out, that'd be the obvious winner. We well, <laughs> wait until probably next year, and then yeah, we can okay. never talk about it again. <laughs> yes, it'll be over forever. <laughs> but, but like, if you compare it to Automation Empire, then like much less, you know, much more. Much more indie than an already indie game, I guess. But like, it's the way those mechanics in Automation Empire, like the way the train, the like train cars don't line up with the ports to allow you to fill more than one at a time. Yeah. It's like that kind of badly designed mechanic. They, they you mostly avoid that in Auction Not Included. It's like things work as you think they do, and sometimes even in ways that don't necessarily work like they were maybe intended to, but still are logical, like the Mm. door pressure thing. Yeah, they fit the rules of the game, I suppose. Yeah. And you can do some quite fancy stuff with it if you get complicated. So yeah, that's my... That's why I like... I
1: mean, that's a pretty strong contender. There's not a lot of negatives in your... uh...
2: Well, if you want to briefly talk about some negatives, it has maybe a slight content problem, but I... I'm still hoping that they're going to do what they did with Don't Starve and just continue to update it even if we even if it is with DLC in the end. Mm. They did a lot of free updates for Don't Starve as well as I think, DLC. I, think I saw something in my quick
1: little perusal there that they are oh no and I might have been about autonauts ignore me. Carry
2: on. <laughs> they there was, did there was something about like there's at least support through mid 2020 planned. Well, they have done one post launch update that's not just a bug fix basically that actually included content but it was kind of a like a kind of pointless one it was just like the recreation pack where they give you a few new different recreation buildings but as i may have mentioned before the recreation system is maybe one of the weakest ones where it's just like it's incredibly easy to satisfy the duplicates needs for like morale bonuses so much so that you don't really have to bother with most of the more complicated recreation stuff Mm that you don't have to make a coffee machine like a water cooler is sufficient so instead of the water cooler which only uses water you could build a coffee machine which uses water and a plant (laughs) that is analogous to coffee (laughs) but you don't need that extra bonus from the coffee machine the water cooler will be sufficient probably Mm. or maybe you know maybe i've just figured that system out well enough that i don't need to worry about morale as much because i'm compensating for the morale by not pissing people off in other ways. <laughs> right.
1: You don't need to boost it because you're not lowering it. Yeah, exactly.
2: But yeah, that, that slight lack of content might be one of its issues and, I mean, I don't think you, you can really blame it for being, like, for the gameplay, like, getting kind of Framey towards the late game because that's just how simulations run. Mm. <laughs> it's like every if Dwarf Fortress does that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah, when I mean, you get just too much for it to do. Yeah,
1: that's just how these things go. Was well, that satisfactory next year as well?
2: Well, hopefully, assuming mm. that does actually get out of the Epic score and come to Steam. Was it out? Out? No, it's not. No, it's still in access in the Epic. Mm. I mean they did say at the time, didn't they? They they made that what I thought was like a loophole play of saying we're going to go into we're going to become an Epic exclusive for coincidentally the exact amount of time we're going to stay in early access. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, really. I thought you already had a copy on Epic though. No, I had the Alpha. Alpha. Uh yeah the Alpha, right. The free alpha when they did that. Right, yeah. Alpha. But yeah, I'm definitely hoping that was going to be good. Mm. <laughs> we'll talk about that potentially next year. Yeah, I mean, I could try and make a case for Outer Worlds, but it's just—I think <laughs> it's funny because you haven't even played other Fallout games, and you still feel like it's too much like one of those games, even though you don't know what it is you're comparing it to. <laughs> kind of.
1: Well, and like from from how you've described all the other Fallouts to me, it's like where where it is
2: deficient, I feel Fallout is deficient. Yeah, you know, it's that it's that kind of stuff all over again. It's so like um, they haven't really they've made a good one, but they haven't necessarily improved it that much over what they're making a copy yeah, of. Yeah, <laughs> it's
1: it's almost like every system was just a little too underbaked. Yeah. Um overall. Like I Don't wrong, I think it's got like it's got some of the more in uh well structured dialogue stuff from a game from this year. Yeah. You know, like how that all works. That's kind of Obsidian's bag, right? Yeah. They and, and that does all work pretty well. Um and as the game goes on, you do find more interesting characters. It's like I think that it's just it's 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 made more awkward by the fact that like it's it's inconsistent in its pacing and in its delivery. And some of that is because you can choose where to go quite early on to to some places. Mm. You can't get everywhere, but you can go to a lot of places or relatively early. Um, so you can, so some stuff's in a different order. Whereas I sort of stuck to the main path for the areas I should visit. Until it got to the, towards the end game, and then I could go visit the other places, which, as it turns out, are mostly tiny little areas. Right, like, this, like the like the the starting area and the area the, the big area of Monarch are like the two larger areas. You, the Monarch is by far the biggest, and you spend most of the time there, which then ends up sort of like diminishing. I think the sort of feeling of the game because you are spending most of your time in one area as opposed to the all like the variety of the system mm. isn't isn't it doesn't feel like it's quite exploited enough
2: this um, was again like like another thing where fallout has that problem except in fallout it's just because it's one big brown wasteland of, that's just its map yeah. <laughs> whereas in this they had like separated areas it could have been a bit more so yeah rapid in shoving you into them it does its
1: thing like it has a like its graphical style is 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 strange overall and like like it does the the, almost the exact same fallout 50s aesthetic but perhaps you know with a sci-fi twist on it rather than a rather than an 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 old yeah (laughs) rather than an alternative technology twist on it it's like this is a yeah it's a it's got similar vibes in that respect like very similar vibes yeah um perhaps leaning into the art deco ness way more than Fallout, Fallout does yeah um but like as a, as a the environments then are like are uh, the color palette is just a bit odd like it, like green and pink is is like how some is, is how one of the areas looks but it's like it's not like a straight normal green it's almost like a bluey green and pink I know they're going for like like alien aesthetics and things yeah. like that. But then the entire region is kind of like that. Like mm-hmm. so then you go to Monarch and it's a bit more orange and stuff. But it's like it's saturated in a way that's like stri- that that's it's, it's it's that's a bit odd. Like I don't know, it's hard to describe. It's like and it's almost like the temporal anti aliasing is too high, so
2: everything's fuzzier than mm-hmm. I think you'd expect it to be. There's um It's like the colours aren't like they have a palette, but like the, they don't vary it enough within that palette. Like uh, everything is the same green.
1: Yeah, it's almost like you know when you take a TV out of the box the first time, and you haven't like or like I do, like you want to go through the settings and like calibrate it to an acceptable level. Right. It's like it's like it's, it's but someone left it on like super vibrant mode, mm. and everything's just that little bit off kilter, which is give does give it a unique look for sure. But it's like there's a, there's a there's a point where it's like and it. I'm not sure it's a massively appealing aesthetic at times. And um, uh, I could have done with more variety in the enemies. There aren't actually that many enemy types you fight throughout the whole thing. Um, I, I, I could have done with the combat being a little tighter. And yes, putting it in hard mode makes that more enjoyable than normal mode. Hmm. But even though I spent most of the game as in hard mode, it didn't give me an achievement for finishing in hard mode. You've got to do the whole thing in hard mode. Yeah. I'm so a bit, a little bit annoyed about that. Kipper started in hard mode, so it's like, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> He's got an achievement only um, if he finishes it. He did finish it. No, yeah. Uh, so it's like, like every, let's say every everything, but the, you know, I can't, uh, something about the conversation tree. It never quite felt, even though you can see exactly what you're going to say, which is nice. Like it's not like one of those conversation trees where you pick a sentiment yeah. and then it sometimes goes in a, in a different direction that you um that you intended like you know the bioware approach
0: yeah the mass effect way
1: yeah it's like this is very explicit about what you say but like uh, you, uh, you don't none of your uh, uh, <laughs> i think it i would have liked my lines to have been voice acted to an extent but you've already read them by the time you've picked them so it's kind of a weird system so the, the conversations never feel like a proper flow because of that lack of two-way yeah if you see what i mean it's it's kind of a fallout thing right You got, <laughs> yep you, like, pretty much yeah, but that's like, like Kotor was like that before they
0: moved to the Mass Effect style.
1: Oh, was it? Was the first one like that? Yeah. Oh, and to
0: like you just pick your full sentence, and then oh, you don't and hear gonna, anything. The read it. Yeah. Okay. Right. So the idea of the Mass Effect like sentiment thing was so that you could pick it before you pick it quick the person you had... even stop finishing, yeah. it to yeah. finish talking, and then you could have a whole scene play out mm. like uh,
1: like a movie, basically with no pauses. Which is quite nice, but yeah, as so, I say, so sometimes the nuance is lost in those sound. Yeah, I agree. And it's yeah. like, oh, I didn't mean to actually get angry at that guy. I think I prefer the. the well, I don't know. Yeah, so awesome. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. There's there's something off about both systems, but I, like I think I side towards the Bioware system more because I like that flow of conversation. But they can't be as they can't they just can't be as interesting the actual
0: conversations that way. I think I prefer the more traditional. Personally, it's just like how do you marry that with a modern game? That's the thing. Mm. Yeah, but like, yeah.
1: So, but uh, yeah, and I think like the variety of where those conversations can go is a little bit constrained. Mm. Like, it, it, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of options in Outer Worlds, and that's something to be commended. It's like the, in a, in a weird way, that's the most interesting conversation to have about Outer Worlds. It's not about your experience with the game on its own it's about how your experience with the game compares with everyone else's experience because there are enough differences there to make that really interesting yeah. like the, the, the way I ended the game and my final fight sequence is completely different from Kipper's mm. like his his ending was uh, <laughs> yeah his ending was entirely vocal he managed to talk everyone down and didn't have the fight. At the end, I had the fight because the person I was trying to talk down hated me so much that they didn't want to talk to me at all. <laughs> so even though I was a like a character Get that was specked, specked in, in dialogue, I couldn't use my dialogue because I'd messed up in Byzantium too much,
3: oh.
1: <laughs> and they hated me too much. So it's like they weren't even willing to hear me. And it's like that might have been eased if I had made one slightly different choice Earlier in Byzantium. In then a whole sequence of events wouldn't have happened leading to that moment playing out completely differently. So it's like, it's which, which then made that fight actually extremely, extremely difficult because I just wasn't specced for that harder fight. No. Um, Well, I ended up finding out like, I ended up finding the right weapon and kiting technique to basically cheese it. (laughs) Yep. Um, (laughs) And that sort of, like, it, it, I'm, I'm impressed with its ambition more than I am its execution. It's one of those. It's, like, uh, I, I, I almost <laughs> want them to have, like, scaled back more, in a way, because it ended up being still quite a long game, right? Like, 30-odd hours? Mm. And it's, like, the, the the original pitch was, like, oh, well, can, can't we do that thing in a much, I do mean, it's probably a much smaller space of time than it takes to do a Fallout. Yeah, technically. But, <laughs> But like, I almost wanted them to squeeze it a bit more and be like, let's have some more wild... Op- like, it ends the, the same argument. I want wild options. And I want them to be fun and feel different and surprising and shocking, rather than just being oh, if I pick this option, I'm going to get into a fight. Mm. Oh, if I pick this option, I'm not going to have a fight, because I know my skill is going to be bad- good enough. I want to be surprised by it more. And I don't think Outer Worlds is particularly surprising a game. Mm. It's... Um, That's kind of the whole point. If you're going to have a conversation system and stuff like that, it's like not everyone. There's there's a couple of characters in, in fairness that they took a left turn <laughs> at one point. That's just like, oh, your entire I got I misread your demeanor completely, and I've and have got that a little bit wrong, and it's gone a different direction than I expected. And I liked that. I yeah. thought it's like, oh, I've got that. I've legitimately read that wrong,
3: yeah.
1: and so this is feeling kind of natural how this is playing out or a character will just take a left turn because they're mad. Mm. It's like, (laughs) and you don't realize that at first. And then there's a certain plot point where it comes out and it's like, Oh no. Okay. You're nuts. I need to decide how I deal with this now. And those were great. Those, those were where the game, I think hit its stride. So a bit more of that would have been good. So (laughs) while I, while I did enjoy my time with it again, it's just not one of those games. I feel like, like, Elevates itself to game of the year standards. It's just there's a, there's enough. I mean, it got its hooks in. It did that. I can say that. You know, what didn't want to play much else while I was playing it. Um,
2: well, that may not be difficult for you, though. Uh, you know me, the completionist. <laughs> yeah, and it's an RPG. That's what they're designed to do.
1: Yeah. So I don't, yeah. I, this might be your year though because I, <laughs> I don't think I don't think I'm passionate enough about anything to
2: well it's been it's certainly been that kind of year. It's been that kind yeah. of year. Over
0: this whole podcast. To be fair, we've got a good game for game of the year. Oxygen not included. Yeah. Mm. A good game it's tied with <laughs> no, no, no no tying. With, yeah. Runner-up Goose Game. <laughs> no, you know what? In every category. <laughs> yeah, yeah. runner-up in every category. Goose Game. No one music. One music. Yeah. I did win music. Okay, cool. Oxygen not included. How's the music in that?
2: There's, there's some. <laughs> there, there, there is. It exists. There is music.
0: Can you play the game while playing the Into the Breach soundtrack at the same time? Yep. Okay. Sure can. Sorted. Best music. Okay. <laughs> Best okay. Music, not the stuff in the game. Cool. We have our winner uh yeah let's hope next year is better
2: well let's hope next year has some bigger hitters i guess
0: come on cyberpunk you can do
1: it oh come come on cyberpunk come on cyberpunk
2: (laughs) unfortunately it seems like that may already already be quite a foregone conclusion though well Well,
1: i'm 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 hoping it and ghost of tsushima like come up like i'm i'm last of us you never know you know what? I don't know. I'm bizarrely not hype about yeah. Last of Us anymore. Yeah, it could it's be like good. I, I'm remembering more about how Last of Us played. <laughs> yeah, fair <laughs> enough. It's like I loved its storytelling more. You than didn't I loved like when I told gameplay. you about the dogs that they've added that can smell you. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah I, don't go wrong. I'm, I'm sure it'll be excellent, but it's just one of those. I. I I'm not sure I'm gonna enjoy I I'm pretty much certain I'm not gonna enjoy it as much as Cyberpunk and I'm not gonna enjoy it as much as Kasusima. I kinda yeah. know that okay, going yeah. in. Um Okay.
0: And there could be some surprises.
1: But but, but I'm sure it'll be a hugely impressive game. Like
0: Come on, twenty twenty, you can do it. I've got Halo Infinite. <laughs> Is that next Probably? year?
1: Probably <laughs> it's next year. They're, well they're, they're pitching Holiday. it as a launch game.
0: When's that? Christmas.
1: Yeah, hot next for for, for okay. Series X. Hmm.
0: Well, fingers crossed for that. I'm not at um, um, I don't know hopeful, but I mean, I mean, three, four, three haven't got the best track record. No, at the they moment. don't. But there's a lot riding on this one, so yeah. maybe they'll. And the all the all they've shown, which isn't much, is like a Kalo Combat Evolved ass aesthetic. Mm.
1: <laughs> like, yes. let's go
0: right back to the beginning and well, reset everything. And
1: that scene they showed that live demo of you know that live oh yeah that, yeah that, yeah cutscene in the ship that was also. That was good looking. That was a Scarlet Tech demo, effectively. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, which
0: is well, well, that the first sequence was as well. You know. oh, we don't know. We yeah. assume. Yeah, yeah. That was it. Oh was, no, that I was mean, I mean the demo. engine demo. Yeah. yeah, it was the yeah. engine demo. What do they call the engine? Infinite engine or something. I like think one. it might just be that. Yeah, yeah, um,
1: yeah. yeah. So who so knows? I mean? Halo Five single player, Could not all good. that great, not all that good. I mean, because uh, it's clearly but Halo Five's multiplayer was killer.
0: I mean, Internet so is going to be like, oh, I've said it a million times, but it's going to be a Destiny, right? It's going to be a it multiplayer It has to be at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not going
1: to be like a straight Halo game. So, But it, um, it um, will, we'll see. Yeah, I'm hoping there's elements of both. Like maybe yeah. you can, maybe the, ho- hopefully the the campaign is strong enough. But then they were so keen on going four-player co-op in the last one yeah. that maybe that's, yeah, maybe you're right. It's probably not going to be the Halo game I want, like single-player-wise. No. Well, uh,
0: it depends what you want. I mean, and maybe and I that's not in it anymore. I've not played Destiny, so... Yeah,
1: I reckon... Yeah, so... Other than once. Fingers and, crossed. And I liked how that felt, so, you know.
0: <laughs> and and I really hope Cyberpunk is good. Oh, my gosh. Cool. Sorry. Thanks for joining us for the Game of the Year 2019. Join sorry, us. In, sorry it was a bad year. <laughs> sorry it was a bad year. Join us in a new decade for... Um, uh... More amazing content from our regular podcast. We've got videos, and there's a new website maybe coming when we could be bothered to switch over the domain and everything. So look forward to that in the 20s. How are we going to manage that?
1: Yeah, some, yeah. yeah I some have no idea. Stuff, we'll figure it out. Hey guys, 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 we'll will have, will have been doing this 10 years next year. Yeah. So we get to do another special. Yeah. Game of the game of the years. <laughs>
0: We better have a good uh, uh, 10th anniversary jingle.
1: <laughs> yep, get ready, Rob,
0: you be <laughs> It's time to get, break out that Fruity Loops Pro license.
1: Uh, yeah, and uh, use my new tools. Go to town. Uh... Yeah. yeah, I wonder if it's oh, just do some kind of medley. Well,
2: yeah, that's what we always say. Yeah, yeah just just some bring some back medley. all the classics. It's going
1: to be horrendous. Yeah,
2: it's <laughs> going to be a real medley,
0: medley. It's so many styles. I have to say, I'm getting a bit tired of the Rocky one. It's a little bit loud on the on the
1: yeah, side. Yeah, I, I think this might be my least favorite of yeah. a lot. Okay, honestly, we'll get a good one for for the for the season. The, tenth, the, the yeah. season two one was pretty abrasive. <laughs> going back and listening to that one, yeah. But, but yeah, no, this might this might be my least favorite. Right.
0: Thanks for joining us, and as always, your salad eat. (laughs) Your salad. Should have
1: saved that for the 10 years. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Bye.